and welcome to another episode of the Vault Dwellers podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Mac. Here we are on number eight, episode eight of, uh, sorry, nine. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what a start for Mr. Mac. <laughs> With me, I have Hoodie and Gary Moore. Gary, what is happening? Rescue me for this cold um, that I'm, I'm having. Rescue me, man. Rescue the podcast. It's on your shoulders. Hello. I'm absolutely thrilled to be back again. Missed an episode, can you believe it? Absolutely disgraceful. Only eight episodes in and Gary Pills one. Oh, can I come? You know what I mean? Terrible. Absolutely teamed in. But it was a great episode. I listened to you two guys last uh, last time. I was going to say last week, last time. Um, it was fantastic to listen to Hoodie and just how it was a, well, a full Hoodie episode. Uh, so it was great just to get a wee bit of this is welcome to Hoodie and welcome to Vault Dwellers kind of thing. How did um, it feel being like the, the a kind of a, a listener to your own podcast? Yeah, it was strange, you know, like I was I was listening and like you'd ask Hoodie a question and I'd be like, this is, and I'm thinking to myself, this is where I would say this. And, you know, it was, it was strange. I, I have to say, doing this podcast has kind of put me off listening to any sort of podcast because that's the way I think to when I'm listening to podcasts. I always want to interject and it's like, well... Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, listening and waiting for his turn is our, our hoodie, our, our other co-host. Hoodie, how are you doing today? A Saturday we're recording this time. Um, how are you doing this fine Saturday, my friend? I'm doing all right. And to follow up off of Gary, what an experience it was to come in and feel like, oh, I've been added instead to think, oh, I've replaced it's quite a funny thing um and it's it was strange it probably did work out um you know no no for the better but it did work out quite well that it was one of those kind of you know introduction to hoodie as gary says and and having hoodie on um as his first kind of mainstay episode um obviously he was on the episode previous to that which was the disney uh, top five list if you haven't listened to that yet it's a it's a really good um really good listen and it does um great benefit to have somebody like Cody on to that kind of episode so obviously we'll, we'll get caught, kicked off in a wee second you'll probably hear this week that i am feeling a little bit under the weather a wee bit of a of a cold so uh, i might not be talking just as much um this week but these two guys have promised to talk double full just to make up for that so you know, we'll see. We'll see some gems, some gems in the mud for these two. That'll be sure. Um, <laughs> this week we have um, have a good episode topic. Um, I uh, obviously we, we had a, a few weeks where we weren't posting any episodes um, due in part to the fact that I went on holiday. Um, uh, we we on holiday for for a week and then um, holiday and um, the kind of staycation, if you like, and it put the idea in our heads that it would be quite good to talk about holidays. In previous you know and growing up and all that kind of thing going on holidays you're growing up so that's the the main reason for for this week's um episode so yeah as holidays so hoodie if you've been writing notes about holidays rather than vacations um then <laughs> you know you maybe have to start again mate because uh that's no i'm not talking about the u.s holidays you know um but yeah obviously if you haven't heard the vault dwellers uh previously you know it's a, a podcast two friends 10 year dream in the making come together we've recruited some help we were failing miserably 
uh, and we recruited some help from our American friend Hoodie, uh, and he's he says that he's going to save the podcast. We just have to give him five episodes, uh, and we'll be up. <laughs> so, uh, this is episode number three, and um, I'm really excited to see what he pulls out the bag. Um, if you haven't listened before, we always start the podcast with uh, Gary's favourite segment. Uh, are we are we uh, are we time cast? We uh, are we time capsule? Sorry, um, for for the week, just so that we can you know listen back and hear what we've been playing at certain times. So, Gary, why don't you kick us off there, mate? It's been a good few weeks since you were last on. Obviously, that Disney one being the last one for yourself. What have you been playing since then? What have you been up to? Yeah, so but since the last podcast, I have finished uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, absolutely love that game. It's great. I'm not really going to say much more than that. I think I absolutely talked about the last the last time. Um, totally love the game. I, I always feel like Ghost of Tsushima at the end when you fight uh, the can. Like I always think that fight's a bit rubbish at the end. But apart from that, the game's brilliant. Um, also during my time, I have been playing Guardians of the Galaxy. And I uh, completed it, um, finished that as well. I was good. I was really surprised. Um, it was a game that I wasn't really bothered about, but it was on PS Extra, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a wee try. Um, it was really, I was really surprised how kind of they took. You could see like where they took kind of bits from Mass Effect, and they tried to make it. I mean, obviously it's about Guardians of the Galaxy, but they really tried to get you to like know the team and. The interactions with the team that was probably the best bit of the game because I have to say like actual combat like I started to get really bored of the combat maybe halfway through the game I think Peter Quill like there's only so much you can really do with him um, and how many times you start sliding about and shooting and it's like ah right I've did this for the last 20 hours like this is getting boring now um, but no I, I, I did enjoy it I really enjoyed it um, solid game and I, the story was really good, as I said, and uh, the actual conversations between the characters was what made the game what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, I, before we bounce on to, on to your next game, I obviously was also playing that, fun enough, um, and, and I would I'd have to agree. Uh, I, I played it, I picked it back up again, I didn't realise that you had, had played it so recently. Um, I know you mentioned to me when I'd said that I was going to play it, you'd say, oh, I don't know if I could play that when other people were around. But and you did say that you had played you had played it, but I didn't realise it was just as soon as as then. But um, I had the same thing. I didn't mind it. I'd kind of changed the podcast, the, the sorry, the party chat audio because I was in, I was in party chat while I was playing it, um, and I'd kind of changed it so I could hear the audio a wee bit more. Um, and I and I I did really enjoy it. The the laughs and some of the just the, the silly stuff that people were saying was probably what carried that game. Uh, for me, I'm the same as you with the combat thing, but I did enjoy the the, the fact that you've got so many, but by, by the end, you've got so many different moves and combinations of moves that you can do with it when you're sending other guys in kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you know, um, Rocket with explosives and things like that was like my kind of go-to move for groups and whatever else and that did. Um, I don't know, that, 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 that side of the combat was was pretty strong for me but it, it did kind of get a wee bit too samey when you kind of run down a corridor and yeah, you do the kind of thing then you run a wee bit and then you run in our corridor and then it's the same thing again but so yeah. it was a wee bit it was a wee bit like that for me um i thought maybe it would be a good time just to to throw it throw it out of hoodie for a quick sec because he enjoyed that game 
um when he when you who do you played it on release eh? yeah i adored this game i i believe it was my game of the year for that year and i just from a story aspect oh boy i fell in love with it because i i've read the comics i love the mcu version of the guardians and this felt like the perfect blend of both of those worlds bringing them together and kind of creating its own new thing that i just thought they nailed from head to toe of like oh i i understand what you're saying about like the gameplay loop or some of the trajectory of how that story plays into you know fights or whatever yep. uh, but i'm i boiled it down straight to like the connections with the characters that i made and having those little inside jokes that i slowly picked up on that they had already had for years because i'm jumping into their life years into it so i'm having to catch up to them to become one of their crew members essentially even though i'm playing star lord and i thought that was so cool in its own way of oh no they've been on adventures and now we're going on a new one just me and them and that's cool um yeah i yeah i just really loved that whole vibe of the world and the places that you get to go uh, all the little details where you can go into any of their bunks and kind of look around their rooms and see what's going on and what changes over time because that was another thing like as the story progresses their relationship to you will change and i thought that was really interesting and their rooms will change according to how you interacted with them or what artifacts will show up that you pick up and yeah, I just thought that whole whole game was just so well done. And for a game that I was hyped on, but also at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, yeah. I, I thought they knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah. I think, you know, one thing when I was playing it, see, right at the start, like when you're, um, you've you got Groot and stuff like that, and you just, I am Groot. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm hanging to myself, oh, this is going to get annoying. Uh, do you know what? Do you know, twenty hours in, and you turn around, and he's having a big mo- Peter's having a big monologue, and he turns around to Groot, and he just looks at him, and he goes, "I am Groot." And he's like, "Yep." And I just like started laughing. I was like, I was still laughing twenty hours in. I'm just uh, saying, "I am Groot," and uh, you know, it's uh, I, you you said it perfectly there, Hoodie. Like you, you do get to know these characters. I did feel I don't have any relationship with Guardians Galaxy apart from the two movies. So I felt a wee bit strange when I went in because I was like, this is obviously different for the MCU as well. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about like being in prison, like somebody was in prison and somebody was not. And I was like, all right, this is this is near the movies. Um, and that I, kind of threw me off a wee bit. But once I was kind of an hour or two in, I was kind of like, right, this is just my, this is a new adventure with these people. But they're similar, but they're not the same ones, but it's fine. Um, right. One thing, one thing I didn't like at the start was I felt that Rocket and Star Lord sounded very similar, especially especially during the during the uh, no obviously in cutscenes, but see when you're actually in missions, and sometimes I was going, I don't know who's talking, I don't know if it's Rocket or it's Star Lord, and I actually yeah. turned on the subtitles to put it on to so I could see. Yeah. Once once I started playing, I started getting used to the voice. But that right. was the two of them, and at the start, I was like, I don't know what one's talking. I, I really didn't know what one was talking. Yeah, fair, uh, enough. fair enough. I I feel like uh, if they had gone a little harder into like the Brooklyn accent, yeah. that yeah. Bradley Cooper is putting on for Rocket in, in the movies, I would have, I would have, uh, I, I loved the voice actors all around. I thought they did an incredible job. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, if yeah. they lean harder next time for for his like 
Hey. Like, hey, I'm walking here. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I get, I get that. It's, it's one of those things that's been with like playing Guardians on, um, you know, the the on on Scott Square Enix's game, whatever. It's just not quite um, the the MCU, which is the the most predominant pop culture reference to the to this stuff. So anything different, any deviations a bit. Bit strange it's not quite the same as you know back when we had like all these different variations uh batman spider-man things like that because it's just the, there was divides in there but the mcu is just so uh, ingrained now in, in in this massive thing that it's just uh, it's difficult to to kind of do that but anyway enough of that because um we could probably talk forever about guardians and mcu we'll, 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 we'll do another podcast about that but hey uh, back is to Gary. Review? <laughs> it's the guardians galaxy review <laughs> so my last holiday game holiday is Halloween. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so my last um, game that I've been playing and I'm currently still playing is Red Dead Redemption Two again. Um, I decided that playing Ghost of Tsushima wasn't uh, big enough uh, open world <laughs> that I just had to go on another open world. Uh, but uh, what can you say about Red Dead Redemption? It's not been said before. Like I'm just totally, totally role playing as Arthur Morgan. Like, I can't just get out of it. I'm just, you know, I'm taking my time. I mean, I'm probably, I've probably played maybe 30, 40 hours already, and I'm only at the part where you're starting to get is Saint Denis. Right, uh, okay. You know, no, because it's, yeah. I think there's online trophies and stuff like that, which I'm no, yeah. no chance. Yeah, um, but I'm trying to do everything I possibly can. You know, I'm actually, I've got a lot of wee bit of paper. Um, that I've got for like, see, like uh, you can upgrade your 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 settlement and stuff like that. Um, so I've got a wee bit of paper to actually tell me like, oh, I need a badger, I need this, I need that. So I'm actually going to like hunting for all these things that I need. Um, right. So I'm totally like, I'm totally happy in this game as much as I can. It's after working, and I love it. Absolutely love it. Just walking through, like going up to the snow, going through like. The, the forest and stuff like that, you know, most of the times I, you've got your horse, but I'm not even like sprinting through the map. I'm just literally like, just walking, just galloping, right. slowly galloping, just take my time. Just, oh, I love this game so much. And you start developing my cough in real life. I want you to get it checked out though. <laughs> <laughs> so if I start talking like a cowboy soon, hey, little miss, I'm off. I I'll take that in small doses. Um, but, um, I, no, so, so you're kind of getting right into the um, the kind of hunting thing again? I totally. Hunting, eating, you know, I'm trying to do all the challenges and stuff like that as well. Um, try to, just try to unlock as much as I possibly can with Arthur. Um, I, I'm just going for the total full completionist for the story, at least. Right. That's what I'm aiming for. I don't know if I'll get there, you know. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm already 40 years in and, and probably about a third through the game, you know. It's no... I'm dedicating a lot of time to just arsing about really, but that's well, that's the way I want to play it. Will this be you until uh, God of War? Do you think? Aye, definitely, Aye. definitely. I, I was I was, I was really hoping that God I would get God of War uh, the I got the War twenty eighteen replay, but it's just not going to be happening. Nah. No chance. Nah, I wouldn't want to do that to so close to the yeah. the other one. Too much, um, you know, over saturation or whatever. Um. Uh, Hoodie then, over to your good self. Um, what have you been playing since uh, me and you last recorded, man? 
Uh, first, I'm going to say Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of the most immersive games I've ever played. And it is so beautiful. Even today's standards of games, it still rivals the best of them. Like, uh, it's yeah. such a beautiful game. Um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> to go all the way to the other side of the spectrum of video games, I've been playing <laughs> Slime Rancher 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? You know, it's it's an interesting thing because I love Slime Rancher. It is one of my favorite games. I exclusively streamed that game. <laughs> that was my go-to. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, it was a... I've never experienced this, and I know other people have with games playing them in Deja Vu, but this is unlike anything I've seen in a game where it's almost one-to-one to Slime Rancher 1, where oh, oh no. next to nothing has changed. Mm. Not anything notable outside of, like, life improvements, I guess, I'd say. I mean... I went through some of the reviews and they were all echoing the same issue of, well, you know, it's, it's better looking. And I was like, well, is that the only thing? And the more you go into it, oh, nothing's changed. Oh, where's this? Where's that? And there really isn't. And I thought, oh, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Well, you know, that's debatable, but for this, I'm not. <laughs> and I just thought, what happened here? I don't understand. And I will say it's, it's in, uh, I'm playing it on Xbox game pass. I'm, I'm still, this is a game that I can't say anything bad about. Cause it's still the same game that I love. It's no different. It's the exact same game. So if I'm, I'm crapping on this one, guess what? I'm all crapping on the first one too. And I'm not about to do that, but it was a, a weird experience putting in so many hours. Now I think I've clocked in maybe 12, 13 hours. And it nothing nothing comes new uh, there's some new slimes here and there that create <laughs> you know different plorts that you can put into the machine to you know play the market that they have in that game and, and get your money and whatnot but outside of that there's not much there uh i would highly recommend it if you've got game pass and you play it for for you know in quotes free you don't need to play the first one if this one exists because it's the exact same game, so you're not missing much. Um, mm -hmm. I'm hoping because it's like an early preview, over time it'll continue to build and maybe they'll add in new stuff. I want to give it the benefit of the doubt as much as I can. Uh, you know, I know it's I know it's a small enough team, and I respect what they did with that first one so much. It was unlike anything I've ever played. So uh, I thought they got that gameplay loop down. Pat, like they nailed the gameplay loop for these games. They are very like you'll pass the time and you won't realize it but you've passed it and it's just so easy to play um so, so see see just yeah. to put you on the spot then what would um what would you have done like for the second game like what, what do you think you would have as a, if you had a, if you had the choice obviously as a developer or whatever you know to introduce into the game to just to shake things up a wee bit like what would have been like what would have got the pass marks for you as a is is a, is a like a next a next step would it like maybe something you know maybe base building elements or you know because it is effectively slight yeah. sli slime rancher like as you said so there's only so much you can do and and the areas that they've got and stuff so mm -hmm. apart from graphical improvements i've seen the difference and how mm -hmm. things look the carrots look like fucking better looking carrots now <laughs> I mean, the slime is more slimier. It, yeah, <laughs> uh, the comments, the reviews. It's more, it's more wiggly. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. So, <laughs> like, if, if it was you, like, what, what, not, not to like go like, oh, why don't you? I'm not like trying to like come at you or anything, like, as if oh, why no. do you like it? It's just yeah. that kind of, what would you have done? Do you think? Sure. Would that help? And I put enough time into thinking about this because when I was first playing, I was like, I guess I don't know because they kind of perfected the game with the first one of like, oh, I don't know if you could make this feel any better. I do think when I put more thought into it the fact that there are no real new upgrades outside of like decorations and maybe some teleportation things uh i i I do see like ways of traversal could have been improved significantly um with some upgrades that you would earn over time you know i don't have to give you them right off the bat like you mentioned base building i think if you could build out your farm to really make that your own and you can to some extent but nothing that actually impacts the game in a way that i'm meaning um and whether that's with time and they can add those things in or uh you know game development such a hard thing to do such a such a hard thing to do so oh yeah we're we're no experts and that's that's not the point like it's just obviously just given how much you enjoyed the first one i thought maybe yeah to have a few ideas yeah but definitely that i would i would say even introducing ways slime interacts with you i think could have been more dynamic i do see them passively around even the harmful slimes i mean there is uh when slimes combine in a poor way they turn into tar and they they generally are about at night but they can be in the day as well but uh yeah they they are kind of the only real adversary you have uh unless you know (laughs) 35 hours in i'm gonna find something new as of right now i'm not i'm not seeing it i've been to several hub worlds and nothing's uh nothing's quite uh changed for that aspect but i think if slimes were more dynamic in how they react or run or scare from you would have been an interesting fold like rabbits right the rabbit slimes that's not what they're called but i'm simplifying this because you know there's so many names uh the rabbit slimes they hop and they bounce around but not high enough where it's like a challenge it would have been fun if those you know bunny slimes were able to like oh shoot skyrocket like if you don't grab them quick they will bounce the heck out of there uh i think things like that would have been an interesting new challenge that this game does not face i i don't mm. think there's any challenge in this game personally for me because i'm using the same exact tactics i used in the first one and they're working for this one which was a again a very weird experience for me to be like oh shoot even the way i'm using the market is the exact same way the way i'm you know selling off plorts and getting tons and so much money i have nothing to do with it Mm. because i've already got everything i need uh is working and i feel like that was also a, a an improvement i wish they had done with uh kind of not even buying and selling just the selling aspect if they can improved on that because you know if you oversaturate the market other ports go up other ports go down however you have it uh but you can not exactly game that but you can get close to it where you're like well if i put enough of this thing in that one's gonna look a little bit better and i've got yeah. a lot of this, you know backloaded so i can just drop all those in at once once it's hit you know 40 uh gold or what have you their currency and i'm and i'll be rolling in it 
Um, there are other elements for crafting, but again, that's never been a challenge. I've been able to get all that stuff easily. So, yeah, I think mm -hmm. those are kind of the improvements I hope they continue to make onto it. Um, but I, again, there's nothing bad I can say about it. Like, if you have Game Pass or you just want to pick it up anywhere else for your first time jumping into a Slime Rancher, man, what an incredible experience it is. It's the uh, same experience as one, so you don't need to bother with that one if you don't want to. But it yeah. does look a lot prettier. It's very, very pretty. It's yeah. kind of that same uh, argument where like, a Minecraft 2, isn't it? Right. And it's like, did he make a Minecraft 2? Because what's it going to do? Is it just going to look better? Is, yeah. that, is that really, a great is it really worth it? You know? That is a great but, point. I mean, yeah. I, I guess if they had built that out as a platform. I mean, I've seen games go from graphical improvements on their same engine so i don't i don't know if yeah. they ported this over or whatnot but uh i do like if that was all they were going to do then yeah maybe make slime rancher one a platform game rather than a uh, an established franchise so, yeah so speaking of a platform that has a uh, graphical improvements on the same engine uh, i know the other game you've obviously been playing fortnite new season dropped <laughs> yep. how are you feeling you know what I'm loving it. And part of me is thinking, am I loving it because I like the last page when I get to level 100, which is Spider-Gwen, or for other fans, Ghost Spider. In this, they're calling her Spider-Gwen because she is the Spider-Verse version of that character. And she's my favorite Spider, so I wanted that character more than any other skin I've seen in any other season. So I do wonder if that clouds my judgment. Because Have you got it yet? I do. I do have Spider Gwen. Hey. Put in the work. I put in the time. Played with Jillian, Mrs. Mac 93. She's an incredible Fortnite player. If you ever need somebody to get you dubs, it's Jillian. And yes, yes. Uh, also put in work with our, our friend Ben. Please be excited. Um, and, you know, I, I think this has some of the most fun creative skins as well. I liked a lot of their originals. Um, I like the backblings and stuff. I am thinking about the world map. It's probably not up to what last season was, which was just, I mean, they call it summer vibes and it really was. It was just a good vibe going through that world. And they had like the rave cave with a roller coaster. They had other ways of traversal now. And it just felt more vibrant. And this season is uh, Chrome, which is interesting. I know that's not what the season's called, but they have, the ability of Chrome, uh, which lets you kind of traverse as a blob and go through walls and stuff. If you like Terminator 2, guess what? This is the season for you. Um, yeah, I, th I do think it's mostly the Battle Pass for me that's really clicking well, more than any of the things they've added, because I'm not a big fan of Chrome currently right now. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I move faster with it, but I also die anyway so you know i'm not out running the gun that's, that's just things that happen that's things that happen is that your is that your two games then for for this week you've been playing anything else i'd say yeah i that those were my those were the two i put the most time into for sure awesome i've um i've, I've also been playing fortnite um here and there with yourself obviously in in, in my season back i jumped back into the season of watching uh, watching a kind of kickstart and go through the the start of it, I thought, you know, what, I might I might check this out because of the whole. I know that no build, uh, no build is new to to this season, but uh, it's been new over the past kind of couple of uh, months or whatever. Um, so I felt like, you know, what I can, 
I can clown some of these guys these days. I could get a good shot on me. So you know, I've I've, I've managed to kind of you know pick the game back up with it getting too frustrated about the the whole um you know building and not being able to actually do anything so um uh, yeah I've, I've managed to kind of play play here and there it's pretty good it's a pretty good kind of pastime thing it's a good um team mm. uh team game to play so uh, i've been i've been enjoying that um you're great at it by the way aye it's it's good it's good fun as well um you know it's good to go through all the old kind of skins because we gary and a couple of friends used to play quite a lot back in the day so we have a, a good collection of, of skins that we kind of uh that we got over the over the old season so yeah it's good to you know put that back on again and and check out some of the old Check out some of the old stuff, um, and just have just kind of have fun with it. Uh, you know, no, no to, you know, to rage because you do end up kind of getting more wins here and there because it is just about shooting rather than having to worry about builds and whatever else. Plus, de- deploying a good uh, a good bush tactics and hiding in the bushes until the very end is uh, <laughs> is one is one way of winning, and that seems to be the the way that we're kind of working. But um, yeah, other than that. Uh, obviously the last episode I'd mentioned that's actually probably the first time in a long time that I've actually had more than one game to talk about where I've uh, been doing this segment um, I have obviously been playing Guardians as I mentioned, I won't go, go back into that, I, I managed to complete that I started it uh, earlier in the year, I think the last save was, I don't know, I want to say March but I'm not entirely sure so I put it down and, and never really went back to it and I needed to free up space on the Playstation but I kept telling myself that I didn't want to delete that game because I knew I'd go back and play it. Mm. Um, so, and I was, and I'm glad I did. It was only, it was only about eight hours left, so I managed to 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 kind of go back to it, and I enjoyed it. it was really good. Um, to the point um, that I'd, I'd, you know, maybe when it was on sale or something, I'd I'd pick up, you know, a sequel or something like that if they if they shaped up the the combat, I'd get it sooner, but. It was good, good humour, just like the films, good humour, so uh, I, did, I did enjoy it. Um, still playing Cult of the Lamb on the, on the Switch, but that's more of a kind of pick up and play, like, I don't know, maybe an hour, do like a dungeon or something, or pick it up and wander around the village and, you know, try and make the people like me again, sacrificing and all that, you know, killing off the followers, you know, just cult shit. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been doing. Um, and then obviously my uh, fabulous return to streaming. Um, I've I've chosen uh, Lost uh, Judgment as the as a game for me to, to play. Uh, so we've done two two streams so far. Uh, first one was maybe an hour and a bit, and the second one was just just under three hours or something. Uh, so still quite you know in the infancy of the game, but um, I think the first episode was. That I'd done on, on Twitch the first kind of bit was just the introduction, the, the tutorial, uh, quite quite lengthy, but it was good to, to see the different elements of the game. And then the second episode, I spent half half of them playing arcade games and stuff, which uh, old, old Sega games. So uh, I loving it, absolutely loving it. It's it's more dramatic than what I thought it was going to be um, in terms of the cutscenes and stuff. But it doesn't really bother me because it's. As I say, because they're kind of part of the kind of stream things, and you can kind of watch it and you know talk to nobody in the chat um, when you know just you're just talking it loud about the story. So um, it's just it's pretty good. So I am enjoying that. So 
I'll keep I'll keep that going. I don't know how long I'll be able to hold on to it being a streaming only game. Uh, if I get back to the the kind of the swing of streaming or not, uh, or if it's you know October might kind of pick up uh, for for I might end up you know too busy and I might end up having to just play it anyway. But we'll soon see. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we've been playing. On to the main topic of the show then, uh, our holidays and you know all things around that growing up and favourite holidays and all that stuff. So let's just get kicked straight into it then. Uh, I've, I've, I've made a wee run a show and I'd like to just maybe start it off with what our first holiday memories were. Um, I don't know if, if, if you's had a hard time even coming up with that um, i'm having a harder time recalling what happened last week so uh <laughs> what, are they, what do you think gary do you have uh, some early early holiday memories with the moors so, so my earliest memories was would always be like um going down to see my aunties and uncles um one of them lives and they're both from love in england but they live in different parts of england so that was always my kind of earliest memories um going down with like me my mum and my sister when I was young, and we would just go down there for the, like a couple of weeks in the summer and just go and see them. Um, all, all, always really good memories, you know, and it's memories that you don't know if they're actually your memories or those pictures that you've seen. It's one of the uh, kind of things, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was always good times. The weather was always amazing, and we just always did. We always went down. It was always the middle of summer, so it was always like shows on and our fairs or whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, so it's just it's kind of my first earliest memories. Um, as I said, I don't know if it's actually memories or it's kind of fabricated for pictures and videos that we had. Right. But, quite quite but, funny yeah. when that kind of thing happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was something. There was something we all looked at recently, and I was like, "Oh, I remember that." And my mum was like, "How do you remember that? You were like a baby." And I was like, oh, "It just must be. Must have been a picture I seen." And that's how it's turned itself into a memory in my mind. You know. Aye. Aye, that's a weird, a weird thing to think. Yeah, we, I have a, I have a lot of kind of similar things with that myself. Um, and like, I don't know, it's uh, dreams as well. Um, that that have just always stuck with me. So it's like hard to, as you get older, it's hard to kind of just to try and split that between. Oh, did I did I dream that happening or did that actually? Happen? It's a bit yeah. kind of strange. Um, but I, so it's it's, uh, it's more kind of um trips down south uh, almost kind of staycation like if you like for your first uh, kind of yeah definitely it was always kind of more like family orientated like go and see people um we, we never really went away like abroad until i was maybe like 10 maybe 9 9 10 right about that age ah, um, right. so it was always kind of more like kind of staycations or just got to go and see family in the uk different parts of the uk right. ah, cool what about yourself hoodie yeah, I think uh, about the same. I mean, there are obviously trips when I'm a baby baby where I'm not going to remember any of that stuff. <laughs> so other than that, yeah, it's been going down to the, the beach. It's probably the, the first time I really absorbed a memory of like, oh, okay, I'm I'm watching the, the farm and the, the scenery going down there and just remember the smells of sitting in the back seat and having that window down with the fresh air getting on you because you're out of the city you're like oh man so yeah this is this is the this is the stuff and then you know obviously when you you hit the beach around here it's like a whole other world (laughs) you're 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 going you're going to the ocean and 
you're seeing something that's, uh, you know, almost a religious awe. Like, wow, <laughs> what is this? Uh, oh my goodness. But yeah, playing in the sand, all that good stuff. I, I think that would. I suppose I was going to say, were you, a, were you a bucket and spade kind of cat? You know, yeah, oh, we. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a. Uh, one of those molds that was uh, the Cheeto, Chester the Cheeto. Uh, Chester oh. Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah the Chester was a Cheeto win with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a curved shape. Your mom's like, no, it's Chester here. Yeah, it's just a... <laughs> You can't just add... You can just get add sunglasses to a lump, you freaking... <laughs> uh, yeah. I had one of those molds. I think I think I got it from like a Happy Meal at KFC. What about the water? See, like you said, the, the water kind of thing. Were you one for kind of get in and in about oh, the beach? I, I've always loved swimming. I love the ocean. I love anything to do with water. I'm still, still a big fan of the waters. All over drinking it, <laughs> swimming in it. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> have you? I'm I'm there for water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The, the beach was the first real like oh what in the what in the world is happening we're in a different world <laughs> kind of experience so, yeah. oh nice mm-hmm. i like that i like that i like the, the i like that the, the you guys kind of first memories um are a lot more um you know rather than like ones that are going abroad like it's just more kind of family and and that kind of stuff i mean to be honest with you uh, i'd put my last memories down, um, but I'll not even go into them because just Gary talking about like going and visiting family and stuff is is um, like brought back uh, a few things in my, in my own as well where we would um, go and meet up with people at like these like see like the holiday parks like the caravan parks and stuff like that. We would go meet up with, with people then like, doing kind of air and whatever else, like just other places in Scotland or, or that. We would um, we would go there for, for a wee while and I'm pretty sure that's what we'd done before we went anywhere near, you know, going abroad. I think I was probably uh, a wee bit older than you actually when we the first time that we'd uh, went abroad. Uh, I'd went, we went to, so my mum and dad was, uh, they they get married when I think I was, I don't know, I must have been about 11 or something like that. It's probably seven. Uh, just, so just yeah, for high school. Aye. Uh, so we went to, we went over to Spain um, and went away. And, and that was about, it was good to get holiday and stuff like that. But just as same as, like, same as you, you just remember like wee things about it. Like I don't remember the airport. I don't remember anything like that. I just remember. You know, just I just remember being there. I, I know, I think uh, we were in the airport and we were waiting for the luggage. I think we were in uh, Palmer's airport. We were waiting for the luggage for ages. And uh, Zoe, my sister, um, the they had the things, the carousel things that take the luggage. They they, they were moving, so some of the kids were kind of climbing on them, whatever else, and. Uh, we were all kind of sitting there, it had been ages, perhaps all ages, and uh, all of a sudden my dad just jumps up and runs across the airport, and Zoe was on one of the carousels, and she was literally just about through the other side, God, I don't know what was on the other side, it might have been a big drop, it could be in, my dad had to grab her, through 
the other side. But um, I, so I don't, I don't, really, I don't really remember like any kind of like build up or motion or anything or any kind of thing. Like I just, I, I don't know if my parents had ever like turned and says like, "Oh, we're going here, we're going holiday." Like I, I'm pretty sure. Um, like I don't, I don't recall any of the plans before. I was in a world of my own, man. Like my mum and dad were getting married, but it was just one of the things. I think it just came up to like that week, and it was like, all right, you're going to stay at your uncle's on Friday because you know you're because um, he's a staying at your uncle Eddie's, and then you know it's the wedding on Saturday. Like that was that was yeah. it for me. And then I obviously, all of a sudden, a couple of days later, we're, we're flying away. So I don't really recall there being much yeah, like a build up or how that worked like, is, that, is that something that, that you maybe remember Gary in terms of like if your mum or that would ever kind of share that kind of detail with you earlier I think that, that I always remember I remember when we were about like, the only build up I remember for the holiday I remember like my mum booking the holiday because I always think to myself god we've never been away abroad like I've never been actually out of the UK at this point Aye. Um, that was kind of my first thoughts uh, but as you said like, I don't remember really much about up the only thing I remember was thinking about the plane because I was really really feared or scared I was really uh-huh. scared uh, about going in planes just never been in one before you know uh-huh. um, just really I, I, do you know actually I'm still kind of the same <laughs> I, I, I feel <laughs> all went away I, I talk I, give yourself credit for when you were younger they're like aye but it's because I was the old one but you know what he was right. Uh, he was right. Yeah, uh, I'm so fair. You know, I say to Siobhan, like uh, my wife, like see when she drives and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, I just I'm not a bad backseat driver, but I just don't like not being in control, and that's the problem with a plane. <laughs> I can't fly a plane. <laughs> So if it goes wrong, I just need to take these two people in the front, and I just hope they're doing the right thing, and that's that. That's that's my reasons for no liking a plane. Um, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> aye, aye. Um, warranted. Aye, but um, no, I, I don't remember. I don't remember being excited or anything like that. You know, it's kind of. I didn't really know what to expect. I'd never been away. Um, but yeah, first time we went away, as I said, it was about nine or ten. Uh, it was just after my granddad died, and we went to Lanzarote. Um, it was good. It was really good. Um, I, I'd be a bit like yourself. I don't remember really much about the holiday. I just kind of remember there was a water park like right beside our hotel. Oh, um, I remember that, and <laughs> there was, a, <laughs> uh, there was a, a woman next door to us. We our, uh, our hotel room was right beside the pool. Like literally, you could walk out, and it was about 10, 10 or twenty paces, and uh, you're literally in the pool. And there was this woman who lived next door to us. I think she was German. Don't quote right. me in that. But she was she was European anyway. And she just used to walk about the hotel with Nate Apple. Aye. Just Nate Apple. Aye. All the time. Aye. Like, obviously, no at dinner and stuff like that. But I mean, as she was outside sunbathing, Nate Apple. I did swimming pool, Nate Apple. And you're talking about a family complex hotel, you know, it's like a complex with all these hotels with Wayne's running about and this woman sitting with Nate Apple. And <laughs> <laughs> um, my mum and dad used to be like, "You coming out?" Because uh, because we were so close to the pool, like you, uh, in that our hotel, you actually had like ta- you had tables and chairs on your like we were at the bottom floor as well, so it wasn't like a veranda, but right. you had like the wee bit that goes into your house. So we actually had our own ta- tables and chairs for like our bit, so we could right. literally just take them out, and we were sitting right beside the pool. 
Oh. My mom and dad would be like, you coming to set? And all that. I'd be like, is that one minute? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, I'm not coming out, she said. I had the opposite effect on you back then. Like you were the white girl. Absolutely. Oh, aye. Nine o'clock. Uh, that was nine, nine o'clock. That was nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I, I was dying, so, you know, at that time, you're like, yep, right. you know, that's disgusting. Right. Um, nowadays, I'd be sitting beside her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lotion, you got enough sun <laughs> uh, Hoodie, I'm hoping you've got a wee bit less, uh, less uh, I don't know, topless uh, in your, in your <laughs> point of view. Seriously, like... Everybody was naked, and let Everybody me tell you, you were in <laughs> when you were obviously like in terms of like um, going away, do you remember like there being much kind of build up or you know that kind of thing around like booking like a, a, a you know a, a holiday away, you know a, a flight away, that that kind of thing, or was it something that was you know a wee bit more? I don't want to say last minute, but you know something a wee bit less build up around that. Oh no, mom liked to build up trips. We yeah. first uh, must have been four or five when we were. I obviously had been to Disneyland before, but the first time I remember going to Disneyland, it was the first two weeks to lead up, and uh, it was oh we're gonna go see Mickey every day. Oh, oh we're gonna go see Mickey, you know. Uh-huh. Here we're we're going, we're going just a little bit longer. We're gonna go see Mickey, and then <laughs> I'm 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 woken up in the middle of the night. Uh, and she goes, Mickey's ready to see you. And it was oh. just like a big pop. And it was like, oh, it's time. And, and um, you know, she's already got all of her stuff packed. Obviously, I'm like four or five. So <laughs> it's like an advert, isn't it? You see these, ad- yeah. these, these things happening in an advert where it's like yeah. they're, they're waiting their kids up and it's like, oh, and then they go away and hold. They're like, you are the kid for the advert. <laughs> I have the kid for the advert. I mean, she made every trip super special. She she went above and beyond to make these trips special. So, uh, you know, when that that pop came and she's like, "Oh, the, you know, the taxi's almost here, and we're, we're getting ready to go, and all of that stuff." I mean, it was a, you know, uh, a big climb. So, you know, I always I was even more excited. I was over because you, you know the anticipation is now as an adult kind of my favorite part of trips because once you're there, you're like, oh. You're excited, but you're settling in and you're trying to get your bearings. And then by the time you do, it's time to go home. So it yeah. doesn't even matter that you went on the trip. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. yeah. but the build up to it, you're like, oh, this is going to change my whole world. Everything's going to be different. Nothing's going to be the same. I'm going to come back as a new person. Yeah, I think that plays into why I love anticipation now so much. Uh, I think we the kind of Disney stuff, like my sister just went, she went to Disneyland Paris uh, just there. Oh, nice. And um, her children are a bit older, like she's, I think they're like 7, 10 and 12 or something like that. But I think there's something to that, that full Disney experience that you just like, you have to try and get your full house absolute Disney hyped as much yeah. as you can. Oh, yeah. She was the same, you know, even with a 12 year old, she's like, I bought you many mice here, uh, like a... Uh, what they call hairband and all that, you know, and I'm like, she'll wear uh, that, and she's like, she wore it and all that. Uh, I think it's just this full, I think it's this full balled up into a Disney experience. Aye, push it there, and yeah, it's not like you're going to be aye. like the only idiot wearing the fucking Minnie Mouse or whatever. Yeah, you know, really. like, you'd be the odd one if you don't wear that kind of thing. Exactly. It's aye. almost as immersive as playing Red Dead Redemption 2. 
Aye. Aye. You need to be in it to be part of it. So I get it. I do get it. Um, so I, I, I kind of phrased um, the, the, the kind of next um, you know, question or thought provoking question in, in the kind of run uh, because when we grew up it was a lot a lot of the stuff um, that we kind of done was like, gosh, I had a young I, well, I had a younger sister, I've got a younger sister and she just loves it's the pool, 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 that was all she wanted to do was, you know, be by the pool and um, so when we were on like a kind of first holiday that was all we'd kind of done and then we'd go out later on with, you know, mum and dad and whatever else um, so that's the kind of thing that <laughs> that we would normally do on on holiday we would be by the pool for the first so many hours we'd maybe go out for a walk or something like that and then when we go out later on obviously you know mum and dad are looking for something to to do or are they you know what to chill out and you've just got to kind of be there like do you remember anything that you would you'd be trying to do to kind of to kind of balance that out in terms of when you were away like your mum and dad doing the kind of things that they maybe kind of didn't want today but you kind of felt like oh I can't either go to date or this is boring like that kind of like shop or that nonsense like do you kind of experience any of that Gary? I think I think we my mum and dad were pretty similar you know I, I think they've obviously molded me um, to be this way but you know like when we went on holiday we always did the same thing you know it'd be like breakfast then we'd go and do something um, we'd go and get up and we'd go somewhere Aye. Um, then it'd be like whatever go shop and go wherever you were going and then it would be come back and then it would be sit at the pool like kind of for lunch time a near enough dinner time then you know go back so it was always and we've all still, it's always been like that and I'm still like that even when I go away myself do you know it's like up in the morning do a wee bang then chill out after it um, and uh, balancing like family life and stuff like that like it was never really a bother for me um just kind of go with the flow um, and like see like pools and stuff like that see when i was younger it was so weird i just wasn't bothered with pool like honestly i just wasn't wasn't my hanger i hated sitting about as well so I'm, I'm just i was just when i was younger i just wanted to be going out and i wanted to see places and i'm still probably a wee bit like that now actually uh i'm I, i'm there i do like pools more now but um i when i was younger i was just like ugh, whatever you know because uh, it usually wanes are absolute magnets for pools. Oh, my sister was terrible. She loved it. Uh, it was just like when when can we when can we go out to the pool? Like, and I was like, you don't have breakfast yet. You know what I mean? Like you have something to eat first, or uh, otherwise it was like you know when uh, when can we you know go back to the pool and all that nonsense. Uh, uh, when when I had uh, when I was kind of you know growing up, I would go. Um, I'd go to the pool, but I used to, you know, speak to, like, I was, well, I speak to anybody anyway, whether whether it's, uh, I'm in the shop or whatever, so when I was, um, you know, younger, I would, you know, you're, you're kind of making friends, whatever, so that's the kind of place that you would be to, to do that kind of thing, you're, you're kind of making friends and whatever else, then plus obviously with, with the younger sister, I was the youngest at the time, so you've got somebody else that's there that's, you know, four or five or whatever at the time, so she's obviously doing, you know, she's obviously more inclined to be, to be doing that kind of thing. Um, so that's that That was probably the, the main reason why we were kind of mostly doing that. But I think at night, um, 
it was good. We we did used to. I do have a couple of memories where it was like, right, I want to go home now, kind of thing. With us, you know, because we were away from the hotel and we were just kind of sitting about, you know, and they were, you know, obviously, you know, having drinks or whatever else, and you're kind of like, right, I want. I just want to go back. Like I, I've always, you know, maybe get that kind of unsettled thing where I'm like, I'm just bored. Uh, wanting to go back. I didn't mind it when there was a wee bit of kind of entertainment on if there was a bit of music yeah. or something like that. Um, but I do remember I met somebody and they, the both of us were quite into Yu-Gi-Oh at the time, which obviously were covered uh, in the podcast <laughs> for the first episodes. When the uh, guess you did they lose either. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did your mum come to pick them up? Ah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I tried to time it for the for the end of the entertainment. It's uh, when BINGO was finished for the third time. That was my that was when I knew that was the time of the queue. But oh, they had like the the boxes. So they they were selling like the boxes of Yu Gi Oh cards, which was just like the first time that I'd ever kind of seen that uh, kind of thing. So we were kind of going away and buying them and uh, you know playing with them at night and stuff. So there was always there was always that kind of thing. So we we never had too much. I'd say it was mostly. Uh, one or two kind of later holidays where you where you kind of go that kind of restless way, but um, usually you you had enough on the front end that you were doing something that you enjoyed that you didn't really mind. Uh, because obviously you just kind of do what you were told anyway. Do you know what I mean it's their holiday yeah. as well? Um, what what about you, Hoodie? I know that you you obviously the Disneyland thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you you um. Mama who they joined had uh, uh, just as much excitement as each other um, when you got into kind of uh, Disneyland and that. But what, was there any kind of holidays, um, you know, particularly earlier on, where you know you remember there being maybe something that you weren't quite just as interested in? I don't. I wouldn't say I'm similar to Gary, where we wake up, have breakfast. That was that obvious. You have to go do Denny's on, in Anaheim, and. Uh, we'd we'd do that but you know uh it was always just it has always just been mom and i uh for my entire life so uh but she ran a uh travel companion company for people with special needs and there would be you know two different types of trips you know uh if we were going to disneyland so the the ones that were just her and i usually was breakfast uh you know then let's go to disneyland do whatever you want once you're in there uh i'll follow you and we'll we'll just have fun because you know she's not particularly there for the rides she never has been still isn't uh she's there for shopping that i guess if i was thinking about back then oh do i want to go shopping as a kid probably that is what i'd yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd, what kind I'd, of shopping I'd... would you be doing there oh just getting mickey ears getting you know t-shirts what mm-hmm. have you right all that fun stuff uh for for me, I was always going to Toontown because they had this massive structure of stuffed animals, plushies, that just went to the high heavens in my mind. And uh, my my mom has, has a picture. She has thousands of pictures. But she has a picture of me standing next to just this massive tower of Winnie the Poohs. Just so oh. tall. And I remember that was always part of the shopping. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm excited for that. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that part. But other than that, I don't think so. I mean, there was like, obviously on on the on the travel trips where she was a companion, a lot of that was structured of, oh well, we've got to, you know, they've got to go to the restroom, so we have restroom breaks. So that we've got to go eat dinner at this time. They have to have their medication at this time. You know, it was more structured than that. Even then, I don't think 
phase me. I wasn't a very phased kid. I don't. I just kind of went along with things. I mean, even oh, now, I just went along with things until it's or either beginning or ending, and in, everything in the middle is just there. <laughs> so, <laughs> can I can uh, I ask a question? See, uh, like, see, like Disney in America is it extortionate? Like, because obviously for us to get there, it's absolutely extortionate. But as somebody who lives in America, is it is equal as extortionate? Uh, when you're I, there. I, and I'm assuming you're speaking to the cost. Is that what that? Uh, is? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I would say now more than ever, especially post COVID, it is very expensive to manage a trip, even for two people. Um, yeah. I only I can only fathom it's you know it's got to be upwards of of a ten thousand range just to yeah. take oh. family. So. Uh, you know, but back then it was it was much easier. Much, I mean, like the last trip we went on, I, it was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, and that was that was around two thousand four hundred, and that was uh, USD, and that was that was for her, I, uh, plane tickets, hotel, uh, busing, all of that stuff. So you know, it wasn't bad at all. But now that's just the price for the hotel and going to disneyland that's not even including the tickets so yeah. you know it, it it can be now especially but i think back then they were fairly reasonable now that's not speaking to like disney world that's a whole other ballpark of that's that's probably more in the idea that you're coming up with of uh, oof, yeah. that's you better sell your soul if you want to go to disney yeah um uh, there's a guy in my work who's actually going he's going in november and he was telling me everything he's got he's got his park tickets he's got they're staying wherever you know and mm. i was like i was like see if you don't mind i was like how much did that cost and he was like i any problem he was like it was eight thousand pound which is nine about nine thousand an american okay, and it's yeah. like oh my god do you know i know i understand understand you know the world revolves around money and stuff like that but i just think to myself like how many people are missing out and this experience like just because you don't have that money like it's it's such it's i don't know it's such a horrible thing to think like so many people can't even experience this because you're just they don't have the money for it you know it's 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 for a place it's supposed to be happiness and all that kind of stuff and you're like it costs an absolute if you need as you say you need to sell your soul need enough to get there well it's even more heartbreaking now that it is at that price that that your uh, co-worker was speaking on uh, but to then not include the food that's in there is unbelievably expensive like you think you're going in there and getting a, a hot dog you're spending 11 usd like that's what you're going up and up and up wherever you go a hamburger 15 dollars, and you're you know by the end of the trip having spent 500 alone on food unless you're eating outside the parks or you bring in your own snacks sure enough but then they've also added things like genie uh, genie plus and dealing with those things of oh well now i can't get on rides unless i have this fast pass so now i better i better afford myself one of these and if i can't get one of these, and i don't have a road the experience becomes less and less and less and sadly like the money is just the start of everything that's been kind of chipping away at that vacation experience of I, I again especially post-covid where it is like and i know we're still in in in, in a covid era but it, it, they've kind of wrangled themselves back into 
find some normalcy and even with that it's like ooh, it's very different from when i went like just three years ago so yeah you know you start at the money and you end with like well we've went on three rides because we didn't have any of this other stuff planned because you have to you have to take that into account now so it's yeah, yeah it's, really it's crazy hard. it's crazy you know no 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 i didn't know anybody it'd be, I, personally it'd been to disneyland any sort of disneyland until my sister went there and mm. you know just to her she said it was brilliant she absolutely enjoyed that spent an absolute fortune as you were, as you were saying <laughs> okay. but she was she said that it was the waiting that she was like so shocked that she, she she heard it was bad you yeah. know she didn't she didn't think she was just getting in every ride but she was like literally saying like it's one in disneyland eh, the one in paris anyway like some of the shows are only opened at the weekends yeah, <laughs> when you get to Monday, they just close like some of them. Yep. Like and it's yep. just it's like popular ones and stuff like that. And they're just like, oh no, they're not opened because we only open them at the weekend. And like stuff to like go and get a picture with like a princess was an hour and a half wait. Yeah, and oh, you, you don't you don't get to pick what person that is. Mm-mm. What if you're doing that line and say it's somebody you like, like Rapunzel at the end there, and you're halfway down that line and they've just got ah this actor's going to they're going to put a different actor in and they could mm-hmm. be somebody like Mulan. You know, mm-hmm. that nobody wants a picture with, and it's like, well, you look out the line, or you take a picture with Mulan, and that's your, that's your choice. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. crazy. I mean, that's speaking to them chipping away at the experience overall of, okay, well, you know, the rotation of characters is good. They'll have a good amount, but if you don't make it here at X time, you yeah. know, you're screwed, like you just said. Or if you don't get halfway across the park, you're not going to get to see that parade. And that's the other thing is, uh, they can cancel anything at any time and they don't owe you anything. Like if the rides are down, you don't get anything back. That's your fault. If everything's down, I know I went one year and the roller coaster was out for two days and I thought, man, that's the one thing I wanted to go on. Or if you are speaking to, to rides, like the wait time, I spent an hour and a half just to go on guardians of the galaxy one time. And then I did it again. So I just spent, you know, three hours of my life waiting to go on this one ride. (laughs) Good. Uh, time. A minute and a half. yeah exactly i that's the other thing the experience is so fast and i mean mm. you know I, I i love disney it's my favorite place in the world i i i think once you're there you don't think of these things these things don't matter because they pump some kind of liquid into these into the water they they pump some kind of spritz in the air they make this whole place feel like it's another world and you're in it and you're loving it and just the experience of walking down main street and hearing like the old timey music and you see everybody happy enough and and <laughs> happy you know, enough you got the yeah, that special for you happy enough happy enough place on earth the, that's the thing is like you do get that experience and as much as i can talk of it from when i'm away when i'm there man if i could give two shits about any of this stuff you know Uh, but it is it is that thing after a long day and you've you've stood in line for three hours and your feet feel like you you walked through fire just to get back to your hotel (laughs) it's rough and especially because they they do have a lot of attendance at, at disneyland you know i can't speak to any other place aside from disney world and disneyland but 
they let in, you know, I've, I've been there at Christmas time when they let in 80,000 people, I believe it was. And that, right. pumping that many people into a small place and telling them all to have fun is very difficult to do uh, right. because everybody's got to wait for some. I know I had a, a fast pass one time, and th this is the fast pass to go on Space Mountain, and it was six hours long. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to wait six hours to go on Space Mountain with a oh fast God. pass. They were like, "Oh, we'll call you when you're ready." Okay, <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess I'll do everything else. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mental. Mental. absolutely crazy. I mean, I'd still love to go. That's the worst thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I cannot wait to go again. <laughs> I'd still love to do that. As as bad it's as magic. that sounds, I would still love to take. You know, oh. a, you know, a, a relative, a nephew, whatever, to go to that kind of thing. It would, uh, it would be, what well, magical would obviously be the best descriptive word uh, really for it, let's is. be honest. But um, really I, I would, I would, I would really like to do that. Um, so, so Gary, then other, uh, other, other kind of family, family holidays, holidays. Where did you just go on, on very many then in your? I was saying nine. You were saying was the kind of first one, like into your teens and stuff like that. Where have you um, have you squeezed kind of well travelled, or was it a kind of typical kind of you would go to the same kind of places? Uh, so we kind of just kind of kept going to Spain, uh, right. as a lot of British people do. Um, we've we've just to different parts of Spain. Um, they're always kind of the same kind of holidays, you know, big hotel right. um, pools, etc. Right. I though I don't really have many. And they were like proper great memories for it, you know. But they were all good, you know. It's not, I didn't know I disliked it or anything, but um, I think very similar and <laughs> and routine. I was just exactly, exactly these these kind of hotels and stuff like that. They're all kind of catered for the same experience, aren't they? Um, it's all just kind of sit and chill, and here's a pool, go mental and drink <laughs> if you want. Um, that's 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 what the, that's what the experience you get in Spain. Aye. Um, I always I, I have a good memory. Uh, it was a it was a funny time to go on holiday. I was like, I was maybe like thirteen or fourteen. So you're starting to get that stage where you're like, mm, I don't really want to go on holiday. With my mum and dad anymore. Aye. You was know, it, was mom? everybody still there at that like that point in terms of when so, you know, like, did you just go all together? So you have obviously three. Yeah. So siblings. no. So uh, only me and Natalie would go because they were my brothers were older. They were they were adults. So was it so, never a time when all these went? No, no, I've never no? been away with my two brothers. I've uh, oh, just right. been away with my sister and my mum and dad. Right. Uh, one one time our cousins came with They came with their families and stuff like that. Right. Um, but no, I've never been away as my full entire family. Right. Um, excuse me. Uh, right. But I, a good memory. When, <laughs> but I, as I was saying, so I was about 13, 14, so you're starting to get to that point in your life. That's anywhere. Like, I don't Aye. really want to sit up. I don't really, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, and my mum, I was, for days, I was asking for this BB gun. Oh. I was selling these BB guns around the corner. And I swear to God, this thing looked like a real gun. Aye. Like, total, like, full black. And it was, like, metallic, me like, metal at the top and everything. And I was like, Mama, I want that. Like, can I get it? And she's like, Can I take it home? And I'm like, I don't care. I was like, I just want it right here. And I got it. And you know, I probably spent about two days just in the hotel room. I had polystyrene cups. <laughs> 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 I'd always be polystyrene cups. And I would draw pictures on them and I would just shoot them. 
and my mum was like, you need to get out of this room. She was like, we spent all this money to get you uh, uh, this holiday and you just want to sit and, sit and shoot in these polystyrene cups and all that. You know? And that, I, that just totally that just totally talks to who I am. Like, uh, I'm just a recluse kind of person, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm no happier if I'm just sitting myself, you know. <laughs> did, did, did you, I take it the gun had to stay there? So on. no, so we go to oh, him. You go to him. Nice. We go to him. Totally surprised. My dad was like, "Gary, I'm putting." I think he put it on his and his what do you call it? His carry luggage thing. I know. Yeah, a weirder place to put it. And he was like, "Gary, if this gets too cut, like I'm just going to say, aye, no problem. Take it away." So he took this plastic with a metal barrel gun, aye, and it got through. No bother. Well, well, pre nine eleven, oh. I should say. I got got totally through, totally wow. through. Um, I was totally shocked. I was thinking to myself, "This is this is getting we're getting this to Kafas." Go to him, everything, and then I go to him, and two weeks later, it broke. Like, That's not raging. Oh, the whole barrel came off the top of it. I was oh, like, no. "Oh man, oh, no. <laughs> that's not what you so, want at all." It's all right. I must have shot it about five hundred thousand times. So. It was Aye. <laughs> Aye. Over there, over there. Never mind uh, what you would have done back uh, that game. I, I don't, I don't really, uh, I didn't really have any drive for like that kind of thing, like BB guns and stuff like that. But uh, friend Michael had a few um, kind of semi-realistic ones. Uh, you get them up the tunes here, the um, it's a um, a one comics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Up there, they, up there when they they kind of markets and these kind of shops that they would that would kind of sell them. Uh, obviously, you had the cap kind of ones as well. That mm-hmm. just had the wee the wee circle things with the wee pop things. Do you know what we seen them in a shop uh, that we were in the other day actually? Because uh, it was I don't know I don't actually know where we were, um, but I pointed it to Jen. I said, "Oh, you mem- remember these?" Um, and she she didn't remember them whatsoever. It was like a full tube, a full tube of them that it would go in. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it would rotate. And yep, stuff. Yep. It would just make the noise like a like a gun or whatever. So, aye, a bit weird. Aye. A bit weird. The idea of the oh, one other one other memory that I have to say I just remembered there just as you were saying that the first holiday we went to with Lanzarote it uh, was the time that Pokemon games were coming out. Oh and right, that's, okay. that, that's where I got a Game Boy, and oh aye. my god, what a memory getting that's that. Where you got your first Game Boy? That's where I got my first Game Boy, so it was funny because they had a lot of like dodgy shops and as as they always do in these places, you know. And I was like, Tom, we can't go to any of these places. I was like, I want the real thing, like I want the real Game Boy. I don't want a fake Game Boy, you know. And we had to find like it was like a show, a game shop. I don't know what it was called, Spanish Aye. version. El Gamo. Aye. Aye. <laughs> and we went and I got this Pokemon, the Pokemon Yellow. Um, Pokemon Game Boy. Ah, that's uh, what I had. Pikachu. Uh, with with Pikachu. I uh, with Pikachu on it. Did you just have um, a sombrero? No. I have a moustache. El Pikachu. El Pikachu. But I, that was that was a great memory as well because my sister she wanted one as well because as as that was back then Pokemon was all the age. Um, and that, that was a great memory, I think. It's funny, uh, me thinking about going holiday, what did I get? But it's two things I got. Aye. And I've got a Game Boy to sit there with me. 
listen, you, it's, 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 how you, it's how you play these kind of things. You need to wait until you're uh, in a foreign country and the and the high heat that you can then pester your mum be like, Mom, I really want this. That's, I mean, that's, 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 that's called, that. ta- called tactics, called war tactics. So <laughs> I, I to- totally understand that we, when we had the same thing, it was like, but when we were over, obviously the whole day I mentioned earlier with the kind of honeymoon thing, like I remember we would go out, um, my mum and that, because um, my cousin was there as well. Uh, she, she, my dad, um, my auntie, uh, so my auntie and my uncle and my cousin. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like my dad's brother, and I'm like, no, that's an uncle. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I made was up, made was somewhere. Let me put it that way. Um, but anyway, sorry, my auntie and my uncle were there, my cousin, and I just remember obviously they were all like, you know, because I have you know quite young uh, young parents, uh, growing up. Um, so they were you know, you know, thirties, early thirties, whatever. They were like, you know, have a drink and whatever else. And, and um, so they were getting like stuck into the cocktails and, you know, obviously if they're outside of the hotel, then we're looking for something to do kind of thing. So um, I would go and I would bugging them to get a shot of the, the one of the claw machines, uh, at like a euro a pop. So they were getting change a plenty when they were paying for these cocktails. So I'd be going and getting, getting some more of them and then going and trying to win and uh, try to, you know, pick watches and all the stupid things like I want an alarm clock, it's like a Chelsea alarm clock or something like that my dad, my dad wouldn't let me take a game with me because it was Chelsea um, so it's just you know, stupid stupid things like that that you, that you kind of remember but um, I do remember as, as another kind of um, holiday, I, again as yourself we, we were mostly Spain for us as well growing up uh, and then um, Tenerife which I, I just class that as Spain as well because it's you know relatively close to uh, close enough kind of thing but we, we went to Tenerife when I was um, 16 probably one of my favourite holidays growing up family holidays and uh, <laughs> I was 16 at the time and we went to, me and my dad went to go and watch the football so um, Celtic were playing, it was just pre-season friendly enough, not a big game or anything like that uh, but there was a, a a pub along along from the hotel so just me and my dad went and right up the back of the pub did this like projector um but facing so we, we were facing the projector but in between us and the projector was a a pool table and the guy i think we'd been in before i'm not entirely sure but the guy like one of his things like to try and kind of keep people quite like excited was to have um he would open the side of the machine so that people didn't have to pay money anymore to play this pro thing so obviously you'd have to pay like a euro whatever to play a game um but he would open the machine the, the side of the thing up and he would kind of do it like um you if you, you would play against him i don't know what it was tra- what you would win if you beat him but it was really good the guy so we were next to this young couple uh i don't know what age they would have been because i was still young I was young at the time, I was 16, they might have been maybe 20-ish or something, but they were they were young anyway, and my dad obviously was in his 30s, um, so we, we, we were sitting there and the guy was like, right, I'll play, uh, and it was my dad and this other boy, as, and a, like a double, and they're playing against him and somebody else, and uh, it's the last ball, and I think, I'm sure, if my dad didn't pot 
the black and then put the white in. He, he missed the black and the guy potted it. So it was one of the things where it was down to the, the last ball. And um, I should say we were we were drinking. So even at, <laughs> even at, at 16, right, I was having a, a couple of, a couple of drinks. I mean, my dad, I mean, my dad, we're on holiday. A couple of wee drinks, right? And um, so the guy brings over uh, some kind of congratulate shots uh, Sambuca. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pass it to my dad drank nothing but beer growing up that's all he drank nothing but beer he's a wee bit he's, he's kind of tastes his diverted a wee bit now but he, that was all he drank so he just gives me the shot and I just take it and then the other boy was like he had my sense he'd been around the block I hadn't been around the block yet I'm just approaching the fucking block at this point so he <laughs> takes a shot and passes it to my dad. My dad passes it to me, and I take the shot. I don't remember much after that. Uh, it's probably <laughs> one of the time. One of the, It's definitely the first time I've ever blacked out drinking. But like, I remember going out into the the dark and the, the you know it was night time basically, mm-hmm. and we went and it was fucking bright as anything so i don't know how long we were in there for but it couldn't have been that long obviously just probably the duration of the fit one they maybe a wee bit longer having a drink or whatever but a couple of pints and obviously they shots later we're walking back to the hotel <laughs> we walked back to the hotel and i just remember we're walking and all of a sudden these women appear <laughs> and they <laughs> and they're trying to like link arms ways and stuff like that no so obviously they were you know looking to make some money um so i i obviously kind of like pushed them pushed them away and, and we just kept, kind of kept walking i was quite l- lucky obviously that nothing kind of happened to be honest because the two years were like rubber men walking up the up this hill uh <laughs> trying to get back and all i remember is we went back to the hotel and there was like there was nobody about like we thought like oh we'll go in and we'll get another drink or whatever uh, i don't know why i was thinking that but anyway that's what we put with it but it was nobody about so we ended up just getting back to the room but that was my very first hangover boy was i rough the next day man <laughs> and um my sister obviously was zoe's um about three four years younger than me uh and she just like didn't really entertain the idea of me drinking uh so she's just so it was always quite funny growing up that way uh and she she was like what's wrong with you and i'm like oh I'm hungover whatever and she's like no you're no and i'm like and she's obviously so she's getting upset she's getting herself a lot upset and all that because mom's like yes and she's like no he's not getting all kind of what i thought and whatever else but um <laughs> that, that was my kind of most kind of obviously you've got other memories and, and non-event kind of stuff whatever but uh, that was my my kind of holidays away with the with the family. It was some laugh anyway. My dad's still some laugh to this day, but uh, it was it's quite um. But as it's, it's same as you got it was just really just different places in Spain that we went to. Mostly are in the same kind of area. We only really went on two or three holidays I think growing up, but uh, abroad. But um, aye, it was good times. Good times. <laughs> um. How do you yourself, mate? What, where uh, you? I'm sure you you're kind of well travelled um, around the around the globe. Where's um? Where have you and and Mama? How they been? Oh yeah, we we've been about. I mean, you know, most of it was 
for pleasure, the rest of it for her her business or travel business. So, oh, well, okay. Gary <laughs> <laughs> made a face. <laughs> I missed that. I, I was looking down at the time. I never seen. <laughs> But I trust Hoodie that he made a face. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we, we've been about, and uh, I think the first, like, big one for me that, you know, it's all child memory, so it's uh, the cliff notes of what a vacation oh, was. of course. And, uh, and I think the big one was... Vacation. Egypt. Egypt was the, the first big one outside of, like, you know, Canada, but... We're so close to Canada's Canada, really. <laughs> it's kind of. Uh, I get it. I get it. Okay, we're we're close enough. Um, but yeah, the first big one would be uh, Egypt, and then we we went. I think the one I remember the most because that one again, child memories, and I'm still a kid at this point. But I was seven or eight, and we went to uh, uh, London, and oh, nice. A week there. Uh, she. Oh, that's a shame. This. <laughs> we've all been there we've all had to spend a week in london let me tell you i've done that it's the crucible of life and uh, poor, poor you yeah honestly well, what I did you think it, yeah you know i i loved it <laughs> you know i'm i'm a kid i don't know the ins and outs of what it's like being an adult there but as far as my my experience we went about we went to harrods we went on the thames we saw ben you know all those fun things uh, ben? Yes, he did now yeah i don't know uh, he's wandering about he goes uh, it's, it's, me. it's me it's me ben it's Hello. 12 o'clock <laughs> uh you know we we did all those fun like tourist things and and then uh uh went to Legoland, which was probably the highlight of that trip for me. Oh, nice. It's a, a huge thing. I was like, oh my god, there's a theme park made out of Legos? And you realize, <laughs> no, it's not made out of Legos, but uh, there are a lot of Legos there. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you, I, I went, see, when I went to London, we did, um, I don't know if you remember the place, um, Trafalgar Square. Um, that was like a big kind of tourist place and they used to do this thing, I don't think they do it now, but they used to do this thing where you would go and feed um, pigeons, this just feeds into the whole pigeon thing, that I, as if I have some sort of obsession with this, right, but I have photographs <laughs> of me and um, they used to sell like cups of like seed or whatever and if you hold like your arm out with the cups if, or whatever, they would land on your arm and like <laughs> eat the, the seeds out of the cup. Honestly, it was was it just me? It was that was what we did. I I'm just imagine Sean is the pigeon woman for home I want to. Nice hotel suite afterwards that was paid by Holly Focus parents. Yeah, uh, stra- very strange, uh, very uh, strange. But apologies, um, Hoodie. You, so you that was uh, that was kind of London. So you you you'd mentioned um, Egypt was the was the first. What did you think Egypt? Yeah, I mean, I've been there probably the most of any country. Uh, oh, she, nice. She, mom, also a, an award winning photographer and then illustrator. So she did a lot of a lot of that for uh, her photography and uh, as well as making friends over there and what's not 
I, you know, I think you, that... you're like an absolute man of mystery to me, by the yeah, way, because you're just you're talking about that stuff as if it's nothing. Like, ah, I should earn as a photographer, photographer, <laughs> and whatever else. Like, it's won a couple what, of awards and all that, but it's all right. What was that? What, what awards? Like, was that so? so did you did that? What you, did you used to go around as part? What is was that like part of the that kind of business thing that you'd mentioned, like the kind of plans trips, like to help yeah. others? Was that part of that or? No, she, so you know the the photography was a happy accident to be in those places wasn't intended, but she's there. She's got her beautiful camera, which unfortunately doesn't work anymore. But oh god, it's a gorgeous camera, uh, and you know she'd take pictures and, and enter them into competitions. She has you know crap ton of ribbons and trophies or whatnot from those, and and that was always fun. And and slowly I picked up on that, and we we'd enter. Uh, competitions together and stuff like that for photography and uh that that was always just part of going on vacation as well as oh we're also going to do this but it was never like the intended thing the travel companion for people with special needs was that was uh its own like that's why we would go to we went to london was because of that um right so, uh, mm -hmm. egypt was never that though not 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 a lot of people not a lot of people planning trips to to, to egypt with with special needs unfortunately because a lot of the uh the ways around for for accessibility is not mm. non-existent so it's pretty it's pretty cool obviously that we've, we've been to these um these different places and obviously you know me and you gary have have had that kind of same experience um growing up you know going on holiday to spain you know a time and time again which obviously you know different parts it's still still a holiday and it would be different hotels yeah. else. you know see to be honest even if you go on holiday to the same hotel i don't judge people for that because it's just nice to be away but um in terms of going on holiday like without your parents um talk to me about that man what was the did you kind of branch out right away with, with that kind of thing like where where did you where'd you head off to so the last time i went on holiday was that time with the bb gun story um, that was the last time I went on holiday with my mum and dad. Um, right. they I think they wanted me to go when I was 16. I was like, nah, man, I'm too old for this. Oh, really? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm not going to be with anymore. I was like, I'm kind of done. Um, so they were like, that's fine. I'm, I, I was a legal age to stay in the house myself anyway and stuff like yeah. that. So I was not myself. My sister was here. Right. But you know what I mean? Um, so I, that was the last time I went away with my mum. That was the last time I went away until I was... I think I was 18, I think I was 18, um, and it was me and Siobhan, who was my girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, um, we, we went to go and see my sister at Athens, excuse me. Oh, nice. Um, she was pregnant at the time, and she lived in Athens, uh, her husband's Greek, so um, we went there to go and see her, um, it was nice, couple of, we went for, I think we went for a week, I can't, I can't really remember, but we went for a week, and it was nice, you know, that was my first kind of introduction into uh city um even though athens is still there's still beaches and stuff like that it was kind of like that half and half it was Aye. like a city, city break but there was beaches um, so you mean the first time a city abroad is because opposed to the city yes. that you actually live in i'm Aye. like an introduction to, like... to a city well, you were fucking living in a city but <laughs> I, I know i, I know <laughs> what you mean now <laughs> when you go when you go to like like spain you know it's you're not going for the towns and all that no, you've just no, got to go no. to a beach and you know, whatever else, but this was my first time I was actually like, well, this is a different city and a total different way of living, and, but it was good, um, you know, really enjoyed that, really enjoyed 
I didn't think I would enjoy like going to another city. You know, obviously, as you say, living in a city. You know, going to another city, I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to go and see another city. Like, I know how a city works, but Aye. you know, when you go and you're like, well, everybody's like, it's like a completely different way of living. You know, then you, you go from Scotland to Athens, and you know, you're having your dinner at like ten o'clock at night and stuff like that. You oh. know, it's a total, it's a total different way of living. Um, but no, it was really good. Uh, it was very. Very strange going away with mum and dad, you know, because you have that kind of security blanket when you go away with your mum and dad, you know, like they're packing your suitcase, they're making sure you've got all your stuff. So it was really strange being 18 and being like, oh, I need to do all this myself. Aye. <laughs> go to the airport, I need to have all my clothes, I need to have everything ready, you know. Um, that was really strange. But it was good that I kind of went with um, my girlfriend uh, at the time because she's just, she's very much like me as well, you know. She's not really faced by much, and we've kind of got the same kind of taste and stuff. So, just going away with her has always been great, you know. Aye, Aye, that's good. That's what you want to have then, where it's just that there's no, um, there's no too much kind of like, oh, what we're going to do, especially when visiting kind of family, whatever. Because obviously, you you know, your sister's staying there at the time, so she she kind of knows like some of the places probably to go and whatever else. So it kind of takes the takes the it sting was, out of you but yeah it was that kind of security blanket but it was a hidden security blanket you know it was kind of like oh go and do your own thing today and all that we would go away but then you knew that like if you needed it and you could phone them be like oh we're here or you know yeah. where do we go now or whatever or where's in this nearest place and stuff but aye it was it was probably a nice step to maybe just have somebody there to be like oh aye this is what you do or where you go kind of thing but no it was it was a good first holiday aye that's good i had a bit of the it wasn't the complete opposite because it was a cracking first holiday with it, my parents. But um, I went away. It was must have been maybe it was I nineteen at the time. Twenty, aye, it was been twenty. It was twenty twelve, I think it was. Um, we went to Turkey. Um, I was working at the time, and uh, one of my good friends um was was obviously quite friendly with two of the people that he went to school with. Um, so my friend Michael and you know his friends and, and I was quite friendly with them as well we'd hang out quite a bit when I was through there uh, Ryan and, and Barry um, who you've obviously met Gary yep. um, but we went with the, I went with them and it was a bit weird because I actually didn't know where we were going uh, which is an odd sentence to say but I had no I was I, I, I had this, I had say in it if you like but I wasn't there when they were away Booking it, I think at the time, um, they were. I think it was one in t- either one time after school or college or whatever it was. They all went to the travel agents <clears throat> to look for somewhere, and then they just phoned me and kind of told me about the place, told me how much it was and whatever else. And uh, I was just like, "Aye, whatever." Um, I am happy enough with that. I think my mom and dad were really a bit kind of nervous about it because it was like, "Oh, Turkey, like." Because Turkey mm-hmm. at the time, probably even still now, still gets like a bad kind of rap for being quite kind of seedy and whatever else. Uh, but it was four guys, so and they, they weren't. They, if they were, if they were first, I can say, and they didn't really show it too much. But um, so we we went away, um, but they had booked as part of it. They booked what was called at the time the Sky Lounge or whatever it was. So it was like you get to the airport, it's like the lounge that you can go into. Um, and it's like you know all inclusive drinks and breakfast stuff you know cereals and whatever else so I don't know why they let us buy that 
we were only like 19, 20, whatever else. Uh, so we were up there having cereal and drinking beers and shots of vodka at like 6 in the morning <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I don't know why they let us do that, but that's what we were doing. And there was like other families there just like trying to like play the PlayStation and stuff like that. And we were, we were like, but we were quite, we were quite quiet and respectful that way. So it wasn't like we were being like rowdy or anything. We did steal all the biscuits. There was Bordler's biscuits there, and we and we took about ten of them. We were still eating them uh, near the end of the hall. So inclusive. Oh, as that. <laughs> uh, but I so so that that was kind of the, the kind of head. That was the kind of starter for for our holiday. And then um, you know we did we did a couple of good things when we were abroad. Um, but mostly it was a kind of similar format where we'd get up. I'm an early riser. I don't need much sleep. Um, so I'd get up and we, we'd go down and I'd, you know, kind of lie by the, the pool whatever, waiting for other people to get up. We'd get some breakfast and then most of the days we were away doing like an exp- expedition or whatever. So we went and did like quad biking one of the days. Um, one of the other times we'd done this kind of um, like tourist thing where you'd go to like th- like three other these these wee kind of spots. Um, but they did have a thing where they stopped kind of during the day and you could buy um you could not buy rent like water guns these big water guns um what we were getting driven about in was these jeeps that had like no back to them so you were uncovered and you would have these water guns with like big drums of water at your feet and there was like three or four cars in the convoy and they were obviously taking roads that weren't used normally by like other people so they would like go and like overtake slowly the other car and you you would like shoot the other people in the car with the water gun like no the people driving it obviously it was <laughs> the people in the back uh the other tourists so that was probably like one of the kind of highlights of the holiday because we were like absolutely drenched um by, by the end because just like at one point like i couldn't i couldn't see there was that much uh, water kind of getting getting kind of thingied about, but it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Um, then we just did like other ones where we like went on this kind of boat um, for the day where they like stopped in like four or five different places. But the majority of the holiday was pretty much going away, um, doing different things, and then getting some dinner. Um, and then at night we would go uh, to the what was called Bar Street in Marmaris in Turkey um, which is basically just like a, a bar of all of these different um, well literally bars, nightclubs or that kind of stuff um, but we, we, what we were doing was we were going into some of the places and they were trying to charge like I think it was like 10 lira at the time whatever, for like one shot but we were just going outside and there was like these wee like hole in the wall places that would give you like three shots for the same price so we were just buying the shots for there and then just jumping back into the nightclubs mm-hmm. and they weren't really caring because we were going at like a reasonable hour for us. So see when we were going home at like two in the morning, like other people who were like local to the place were just going out and we were just, we were going home. So they didn't really care, but it was, it was a pretty good holiday. We got, it was, it was, it was a boy's holiday. That's just exactly what it was. Just a, just a boy's holiday, but it was pretty, pretty fun. I did enjoy it. It was pretty good. Um, who do you about yourself, mate? In terms of your first holiday away with it, um, with your mum, what was um, what was that like? Yeah, I think it started real slow. Of like, oh, we're you know 
going on vacation together that it's okay well i'm gonna go do my own thing one day and just go off that way and then it slowly turned into oh i'm gonna go camping for the week and i think that was like the first real oh Oh, i'm going out into the woods and i'm setting up a tent and i'm doing my own thing now uh and proper proper camping like just one with wilderness really yeah Yeah, i walked there and everything i don't drive so uh yeah walked walked to the uh campgrounds and and enjoyed myself a nice woodland area stayed there for a weekend you know and then i continued to do that uh other than that go down to like the beach uh things like that uh, that's so fascinating to me by the way like yeah. the whole idea of camping like, i've never done camping before ever um just i've never i've never done that never mind like what about see like so the, the wilderness things like was there ever any like remote possibility of like bears and stuff like i, I just thought i'd ask that <laughs> because we don't we don't have that here we don't have any bears or fuck all here so like captain tells us just you got the highlands and leave the car that's you you're camping you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. What, what 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 about you like was there that kind of i just want to ask i'm not expecting yeah yogi bear story or anything but <laughs> yeah well, I, I think there's there's that kind of camping too. You take the car. That's what mom and I would do. We'd we'd take grandpa. We'd you know have him and, and you know set up shop and then sleep in the car at night or whatnot. And uh, later on, it was you know let's try a tent and whatever. But y- you could pick different campsites that have different like you know uh, uh, charts of what wilderness is there kind of thing. So you, right. you could know what's in the vicinity. And I, you know I. I'm not about to fight a bear. I don't. I think I would lose. You know? There's a chance. It's a very small chance that I'd win. And so I look for those campsites, obviously. So I don't think there was ever a chance of bears that that I could think of. And I tend to always try and find places that were by the bridge where I'd at least see a crossing, so I'd know, you know, where things are or uh, the river, so I could follow that kind of thing and uh, enjoy my time that way. Uh, I saw several deer. Things like that are out there, obviously. Uh, All right. But yeah, no no major threats outside of, you know, strangers wandering up on your campsite and being like, ah, it's already taken. And then they have to <laughs> get uh, disrupted as they walk away to the find their own. Uh, but yeah, no, it was always, always pretty safe, I'd say. So, so you mentioned there, like, um, gone every answer you give me is a million questions that I have. Um, <laughs> You, you you said something there about like a crossing and falling like rivers and stuff like was this back in at a point where you you would be just trying to find somewhere just through like just pure navigation rather than you know phones and technology right. and yeah. sat navs and all that was this back then like where you would just fall and like i don't know i don't want to say you were fucking out here map and compass in it but is that what we're saying <laughs> well this was 2020 even but that was all oh, right time. okay uh 2020 actually i think 2021 was the last time i went but uh i don't i don't have a phone that works outside of wi-fi so i i just leave it behind and go on my way maybe download uh a few tracks that i could listen to on the way there because there's nothing better than ambiance that uh uh, when you're walking by a freeway to get to where you're going because it's a ways uh but yeah no i I think it's just a sense of, oh, well, this, this place seems good as long as, you know, and also you, you map out which places are, because there's a lot of non-free campsites as well. So you got to make sure that, uh, 
you'll find in those places. Cause like, um, I camped at the beach once and I was like, Oh, okay, well I'm going to, I'm going to camp down here. And you know, a lot of the beaches are for either resorts or public and you have to find out mm-hmm. which ones campsites. But thankfully there's like a whole team of, of other, you know, free site campers out there that list all the places like a roadmap to where you're going to go or where you're going to stay. So, you know, mm-hmm. you have an understanding of where I'm heading, how I get there. That's another story, but where I'm heading, at least I know that I'm going somewhere most of the time. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. So, so see that. Are you go ahead, Eddie? You know, it's funny thing about Canada. It's just something that I never thought I would do. Like, it's just I, I just like I like a bed and I like a shower in the morning. You know, it's just that's just what I like. Mm. Um, and I don't think I'm going to be camping anytime soon because Scotland's <laughs> just about to reintroduce wolves and bears back into their nature in the next coming years. So I'm just <laughs> like, you talk about it. Yeah, they're because our deer population is getting so big. Um, they're going to start and reintroduce some wolves and bears back into Scotland. Interesting. Why? How are you doing that? <laughs> so on hope that they're going to start killing some. Oh, no. I understand what they think is <laughs> going to happen, but the bears aren't just coming out here. On, I mean, it's, it's not like, oh, Boston, by the way, we've got some food here. Just get a flight out. Are they just Aye. bringing all these bears out in fucking boats? I just catch all them and just bring them out and just let them free. Oh, I did it with wolves and bear, and I think it was lynx. Lynx, wolves, and bears. That's a fucking recipe for disaster. <laughs> that's that worked out for them. I just Aye. fully believe in this. <laughs> we, we, we hunted bears for extinction for a reason. <laughs> Aye, that's, that's just... Okay. Aye, okay, that's fine. I gotta have to. I gotta do a wee bit of investigating on that. By the way, that was find me with all this bear stuff behind me. If I, I anti bear, nah, that's a that's a weird weird um, weird thing to me. But uh, anyway, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll all work out. Eh? Let's we've got too much deer. Let's introduce something that can maim us to deal yeah. with these innocent deer. I mean, just. Uh, <laughs> What Cap- do you think is? Captain is really, is really interesting. Like, see that? I, I kind of, I wish, I kind of did do that. So, uh, it does sound, it sounds really interesting. Just going out and just going whenever you know. And just like I'm just going to like sleep here the night. You know, I've, I know a couple of people that do it, and uh, they're just literally that's what they do. They park the car somewhere, then they'll just go like a couple of mile walk, and they'll just go wherever they go until night time near enough, and they're just like, I'm camping here. Uh, Zoe yeah. done that a wee while ago actually. Zoe and uh and then uh Padma and Fraser, the two of them went. Uh I, th- I don't know if they might have taken the dog, can't remember. But mm-hmm. um I uh, they, they went and obviously we have fantastic scenery here in Scotland. Um mm-hmm. you know, me and you obviously went uh a, a wee kind of uh day trip to see one or two of the places, um and obviously the Dallas the separate trip that we went with uh you know, Shavori Jelly as well, where we'd went and seen a couple of other, other places, and it's crazy. Like, it's not even under two hours to see all of it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if we wanted yeah. to go to the most kind of furthest away place that we'd been to that day, like, it's crazy the amount of stuff that's on our doorstep. So, I probably would love to, to do that kind of thing. It's not something that, um, and with you in terms of the home comfort type thing, like, a, yeah. obviously, you can do the kind of glamping as people call it where you go to these oh, campsites yeah. and have the showers and everything there like uh, i think maybe that would be a thing i don't know like these kind of 
you take like a camper van and and maybe that's mm-hmm. your way about there. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, so I think I think that's maybe the the the, the route for that. Um, I, that's something that I'd maybe like to do. Um, but who, who do you see in terms of like you know obviously you're you're talking about a lot of kind of holidays um, in uh, America kind of thing. Like what what's kind of memories you've got of like what we would call like a kind of staycation, like you know where you're staying in your own and your your kind of country. Like do you have many kind of great memories outside of the Disneyland stuff that maybe you and, and uh, your mum had kind of done over the over the years? Oh yeah, I think a lot of it is again camping in the beach of oh we're gonna you know go for a trip down there which is you know an hour and a half two hours depending on which beach you're going to and Uh stay in the hotel the entire time and watch movies uh that you could check out dvds from the the front office oh nice uh, you know and then turn them back in and just get more because you pay five dollars you get it for the whole weekend as many (laughs) as you want it's like oh okay we're just doing this Uh, maybe in the morning go get some some lunch at one of the seafood places uh things like that and then other times it was uh oh it's you know it's a stormy night out in we're in for a a, a two-day three-day storm it's going to be pretty bad make a pillow fort blanket fort what have you and and kind of make the best of those situations too because i always think at you know staycation is generally in in your own state or just Mm -hmm. in your own home can you make something different about it uh, than mm-hmm. you would, and I think we always try to do that, or like even camping out in the backyard. That was always a simple thing to be able to do. And uh, you know, to our audience members who wonder, oh, we've all had this conversation about camping, and next week when I am the only person hosting this podcast, <laughs> I want you to know it wasn't my fault that they decided to go camping with a bunch of wolves and lynx <laughs> in the backyard. Like I was just telling them right now, uh, and just camped there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, we, you know, we'd camp in the backyard and have fun, you know, have a little fire to make some moors and whatnot. All those vacations were always, always some of the best memories. Cause I, I think, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're the ones that were closest to home. So the most comfortable as well. Uh, yeah. Nice. You know, that's, that's something I never even, I would never have thought of like, like, just the kind of stay in your back garden and stuff like that, but you're totally right. That's the total. It's a total like it's I mean a staycation. How could how could you say that any better? Mm. But no, that's that was a that was a perfect answer there. Aye, I definitely. What about you, Gary? In terms of uh, memories for yourself, obviously, I think even as recently as um, this year, last year, that kind of you did a few different um, trips, you know, in in Scotland. Um, yeah, yeah. So obviously, as you do, we saying was his state. Like obviously, Scotland's probably about the size of his state. So, <laughs> so we 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 include Scotland as a whole. Uh, but um, yeah, so it was kind of. I think it was the time me and Sean went to Inverness with our uh, two wives. It was kind of the time I was like, wait a minute, like I opened my eyes. I was like, there's so much stuff around Scotland that you just take for total granted just because you live here. Um, um, you know, in uh, Scotland, as as Sean said, you drive, you could drive it an hour, two hours away, and you're in a completely different bit that looks nothing like what you were just at, and people speak completely different to you. You know, it's it's a really strange kind of thing when you think of like America when you say like they go for an hour and a half commute to work and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's, it's strange when you hear like stories like that. But yeah, so I've kind of been staying up doing a lot of staycations kind of the last couple of years. So uh, yeah, I went to Inverness with Sean, his missus. Um, we kind of did stuff all the way up. It was really fun. Um, we went to went down south to a place called Annan, which is basically right in the border between Scotland and England. That was nice. Uh, we stayed in like this. It was a beautiful wee cottage, and it was right in the middle of a farm. So the fa- so the farm the farmer doesn't own the cottage. It's somebody else that owns the cottage, but the cottage is right in the middle of his farm. Uh, so you literally open your windows and there's like sheep and stuff like that right outside your door. It was the strangest thing ever. Um, coming for obviously being a city person most of my life, uh, so that was nice as well. And plus we've kind of we visited places in England as well because it was so close to the border. So we were kind of hopping between England and Scotland in that holiday. Which is really nice. I know that's not really staycation, but it kind of is. That counts. Um, and then recently we went. We've just been going to a lodge. My sister bought a lodge recently, so we've been kind of going there, uh, which is really nice. It's middle of nowhere, right in the middle, centre of Scotland. Um, so we've been going there, um, and that's nice as well, just to get away. You know, they're, they're different type of holidays. It's just kind of holidays. It's like total family orientated, but it's not like. It's not like you're going to a pool, you know, it's not like that kind of fun. It's just kind of like I'm going here to relax with my family and chill. Aye, aye. You know, that's uh, that's what I kind of see a staycation as. Um, and that's sometimes that's what you need just to recharge our batteries. Oh, yeah. Aye, aye. We all need that kind of thing. We need that break, um, you know, and just just a change of scenery can, can do that. Um, you know, even we at one point when we were living um we'd moved out and, and we were renting a place uh, and it was coming to the end of our rent and we were choosing whether to decide whether or not to move um we were, we were thinking that we'd be moving in with Jillian's parents and what we decided to do was to go and stay with them for a week and just staying in somebody else's house for a week was like enough of, of a vacation do you know what i mean like you don't need to be yep. like a million miles away or and like this completely different change of scenery like just staying somewhere else is sometimes enough just to just to reset everything because it breaks the routine and it breaks kind of what you're used to that kind of comfort and just kind of maybe just kind of forces you to relax a little bit because you don't need to worry about this that and the other thing or you know washings or everything else you know that, that kind of thing just I don't know, that kind of thing just kind of escapes you, if you like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, that's, 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 that's what we, we, I would, I would kind of go to, um, but yeah, sp- speaking obviously, you know, of, of, of going away on, on holidays with it, you know, uh, parents or whatever else, um, you know, in terms of going on holiday with, you know, a, a significant other of that at the time, um, have you got any kind of experiences of that hoodie and, and any kind of what, what you kind of feel the differences between that kind of holiday is for where you, where you kind of headed out uh, compared to like ones kind of earlier with your family or that? Yeah, I it's kind of a strangely like a culture shock in a way to because you know you can vibe or groove with somebody when you're in your own like territory in your own kind of space and you understand it but then when you're thrown into like a different world kind of thing you see how somebody takes different situations that come arise when like uh come about uh with uh vacations a lot of the time where it is 
you know, you want everything to go right, but not everything goes right. Uh, yeah. And so I feel like, you know, uh, with my former partner, I think, you know, she and I did a couple of small ones down to the beach, uh, camping. Um, and yeah, those came before or after, but I think the big one was we went on a, a Disney cruise and oh. we, I, I had been on, I had been on, uh, five before, before her, she had never been on one. So what is a Disney cruise? I don't know what that is. Now a Disney cruise is, I think the best version of Disney. I think this is the way you can get everything without feeling like you're, uh, you know, gonna go into excruciating debt afterwards where uh you can set up a payment plan ahead of time too which is great you know i I set up ours a year ahead advance and i paid a little every month until we got up to that date and then paid the rest off and that's you know it's a good way to pace yourself too going into a disney trip but the cruise itself is uh you you know depending if you're already in florida but you fly into florida you can choose to stay there for a day. Uh, you can go to Disney World. They'll include that in a package. We didn't do that that time. Uh, she and I went to Disney Springs, which is the free like downtown Disney kind of thing. We did that for the day. and That was an experience in and of itself. But uh, you, you board from Florida, and they have multiple different ones, like a four-day one or a seven-day one. We were on the seven-day one. So we went uh, from Florida to... Uh, the Virgin Islands, my homeland, uh, as everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, we went there, um, several other places. Uh, on other cruises, they've stopped at uh, Cozumel, Mexico. And uh, and the last stop is their private island in the Bahamas, which is uh, uh, Castaway Cay. Um, it's great everything's self-contained so you have all the characters on the ship you have performances so they have you know uh, they call them i think they're called emeralds or something which is like kind of the awards given to cruise ships for their broadway style uh plays uh they have some of the most of those they're amazing performances from like a frozen one or uh on the one we had uh i believe it was aladdin uh was the the special had which was just like a condensed version of the broadway performance you would see in new york uh and things like that they're always wonderful to watch they have a theater so you can go see current or past movies they're not only disney they have other movies outside of disney as well playing in the theater at any given time uh you know buffets food at any point in time it's all inclusive so you know any food that's about guess what just go ahead (laughs) grab it eat it what have you they do have and this was the thing that I think most people worry about. Oh, is it, you know, friendly for just adults? It is. They have an entire section of the ship just for adults. No kids can get in there or whatnot. Uh, they have. Hey, wonder what happens in there. <laughs> can't get in the swingles. I'm a kid. <laughs> uh, the but yeah, they have private restaurants for adults as well, which is nice. Those they have good. ones and not. Ah, uh, that's good. Uh, spas, things like that. I didn't. I obviously, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a spa guy, so I didn't do any of that stuff. And yeah, I'm a eat whatever's given to me kind of person. So <laughs> I just went wherever. But yeah, you know they have the private pools. They have, they just launched the newest ship, which I'm eventually excited to go on. But that one has 
like six pools. The one that we went on had four pools and then a water slide that you could go on that wraps around the ship, things like that. Real fun experience. Like, again, you know, I went as a kid and then I went in as an adult and both experiences just amazing. And then somewhere in the middle as a teen, they even have a teen experience. So, you know, it really is just a, a magical trip. But I, we went on that together and, you know, it was a thing of, oh, this is interesting. Okay, you have a different vibe than I do when I go on vacation. I'm I'm very, hey, if something happens, I'm going to do that now. I'm not I'm not worried about it. Don't worry. I'll move on. Uh, I don't have any plans. If things happen, they happen. And it was the opposite end of, no, we need to figure out this and this and this. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'm just so foolish. Let's chill. Yeah it'll it'll work out don't worry about it so it's interesting figuring out that dynamic and the sweet spot of that um so it's like they were wanting to maybe plan too much is that not not even plan too much it was just more structure and i'm just not a structured Mm. person so Uh, you know i obviously both have pros and cons to either one of us so you know it was trying to meet each other in the middle to be like okay well we're we'll do this and this way and 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 generally if somebody likes structure i'll just go along with that anyways because i'm a go with the flow kind of person but uh yeah i i was always just an interesting experience and one i you know eventually like to have again obviously uh in a different circumstance maybe Uh, but Yeah. yeah it was hey we're both adults so we're doing our own things like i went to a I, the, on the ship they'll have different like activities that you could do and one of the activities would was to get a preview of onward for the pixar movie and uh you know they went to go do that and that was fun for them and i was like you know what i'm gonna go to this uh timeshare seminar and i'm gonna sit here for two hours because at the end of it they're gonna give me two hundred dollars for sitting here for two hours wow and so i just went and sat and watched a seminar about timeshares uh for for that and they gave me money. i didn't think that was a real hang that i've heard about this kind of hang like yeah yeah but yeah yeah i mean if it's ever an option you on your cruise please take advantage of it because i didn't have to pay for a single souvenir on that trip <laughs> <laughs> nice well played it was pretty good that way i i like to be as resourceful as i can and you know i rarely get bored doing things so I was sitting there having fun. I don't know. It's timeshare. I'm not going to buy into your timeshare, but I'm having fun listening about it. Uh, things like that. But yeah, it was a good experience to just see how two adults who have never, well, I mean, I don't believe she had either been on a, on a right. her parents. So that was also a, a thing. Right, that's nice. Yeah. Figuring this out for the first time. Okay. Right. Yeah. I think, I think say when you go on holiday with somebody, like your partner and stuff like that, I, I've said that for day one, like when I went there, I was like, that's when you start to really see like the real person. And yeah. Like, it totally yeah. is. You know, as you said, you're in a comfortable situation when you're with each other, when you see each other all the time. But when you go on holiday, I mean, holidays are stressful, especially at the start. Sure. At the start and at the end, they're stressful because you're trying to get all your stuff back together or get ready to go or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that is the stressful part. Um, oh, yeah. Especially like going to airports and stuff like that. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely where you see like the new person. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there were things that I took away that it was like, oh, I could be better at this, which, you know, was very beneficial to me of like, oh, I'm not, 
I'm not taking this seriously where she is, and I understand why I should have taken that seriously. That's another thing. It was a learning experience of like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I yeah, I could be better at this. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not. I'm not. I, I need to be a little bit more structured. I see where I'm falling short here. Um, so you know, even that was kind of a its own reward of going on a vacation with somebody that wasn't your parents and wasn't yourself. So to yeah. see how, how else you could handle a trip. It was cool. Yeah, definitely. I think for for me, um, where this kind of, I mean, uh, my first holiday was Athens, but it was kind of Wesley because I still had family there. Yeah. Um, my first one with my partner was Rome, um, and it was just the two years, and I loved it. Uh, I totally, you know, like who do we saying about like his partner? I totally structured that entire holiday, but it was structured to be like we're doing this this day, this day, you know. I just totally everything planned and you know it just went way out of hatch um, we were there for 11 days and I can't honestly say how great that holiday was um, we still talk about it to this day maybe that was like 10 years ago or something like that we went you know um, everything we done we done Vatican you know the Vatican was mm. if you ever seen the Vatican I mean I'm no religious whatsoever but the Vatican totally blew took my breath away like oh, it was course. it's a beautiful beautiful place um, yeah and that you just can't believe the scale of it and stuff like that and the art and everything else you know it just totally blows your imagination really um, the city, the full city is like that every time you walk around a corner there's something there's a fountain there's uh whatever you know every time you walk around something you're like my god this is like like 400 years old fountain that's just sitting here yeah like yeah. I thought that was like the only thing you were going to say about the Trevi Fountain. I was like, ah, oh, there's a fountain. There's like the most reductive ever description of anybody, like a garden fountain that he's that they've got. Ah, oh, they've got a fountain there, um, and then another building and a square. It's, uh, it's, just, I, that, it's just amazing how preserved that I've written is. You know, like I, th- I actually really think, see if that was Glasgow, like most of that stuff would not still be as good as it was. Yeah. You know, I think Glasgow's got a really bad reputation, and I think it deserves it. You know, like people just ruin stuff in Glasgow for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, there'll, there'll be something, something will go up like a bit of art and stuff like that that they've the council commissioned and whatever, and then somebody will go and graffiti it like the next day. Like Aye. Glasgow's got a really bad reputation for that, and it, as I said, it warrants it. Where Rome isn't like that. I mean, the problem is people are there. No, no saying there isn't, but you're talking about these things that have been here for hundreds and hundreds of years, and they're still like totally preserved and beautiful as they probably first were. Yeah, um, it's just a, uh, it's just amazing. I just absolutely loved Rome, and not only did we go to Rome, we went in Napoli as well during that, um, and Pompeii. Oh just, wow, Pompeii was great. I loved Pompeii. It was Pompeii was a strange place because you're like, wow, this is amazing. Like this is where these people were when this disaster happened and stuff like that. And it, but it had that kind of like wow, but eerie feeling as well because you're like, oh, this is weird because this is like where everybody died and like they're still obviously excavating everybody and um like there's actually the bit that you walk through and it's not it's not like a museum but it's like the other excavation stuff is and it's like the casts or the people's bodies and the the animals and stuff like that and it's it's a really strange and surreal place to go to um, and it's just like the wee city that just stood still you know i, I mean it's no got roofs and stuff like that you know it's no this preserved as that but you're talking about a, a place that was absolutely destroyed 
fair disaster, and a lot of it's still there. Um, that was that was a really eye opening kind of experience in Pompeii. Hmm. Um, but aye, Rome was amazing. Absolutely loved it. I couldn't. I, it's a place that I would definitely want to go back to. Um, and going with my when my partner was uh, just as special. You know that was the holiday. You know you kind of realise like oh we we totally love the same stuff. <laughs> like she she was happy that it was structured. You know because um, it kind of gave us something to do every single day. We went for eleven days, so it was a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we I, I covered most of that way doing stuff every day. Uh-huh. It was uh, it was it was great. It was great. I loved it. It's one of my one of the best holidays I've ever been on. Ah, that's cool. Food there, right? What? Sorry. How good is the food there, right? Oh, honestly, the food. Oh, oh. it's if you if you like Italian food and you're going <laughs> yeah. to the place. The only thing that is rubbish there is pizza. I have aye, to say, aye. 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 pizza. It was rank. Uh, we we actually went to TripAdvisor and looked up the place it was supposed to be the number one place for pizza in Rome. And we went, and I swear to God, I got a bit. Of, it was a bit of bread with meat on top of it. That yeah. was it. That was, that. That was my pizza. No cheese, no nothing, no sauce, no nothing. It was just literally a bit of dry bread with a bit of a prosciutto ham yeah. on top of it. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Abomination. Uh, they're over there like, this is the class. This is the classic. You know, you're like, oh, I don't know here, man. You've, you've flo- you forgot half of it. <laughs> yeah. like, that's the one thing the rest of the world appropriated right they were like yeah, hey, we're going to take it better aye, <laughs> aye, we, 100% we improved on it that's for sure but aye, um, the rest of the food was fantastic pasta's oh, yeah. different and they're so fresh and so like, you can even you can't even make it like you they make it it's just you can't even replicate the way their food is there it's, it's so good well, also speaking to Max earlier pigeon person uh, experience like going in front of the Vatican and having the same thing of like oh there's there was this uh, older man who was giving out cups of bird seed and I remember just holding it and the pigeons fly it up and you just toss it out and they just swarm you hundreds and hundreds of pigeons just all around <laughs> it was uh, quite the experience holy pigeons holy pigeons well, speaking of somebody who would detest everything about that kind of thing is uh, is our is our Mrs. Mac. Um, she has a severe fear of birds. Um, just does not like to be. I'm going to say pasta. She <laughs> hates pasta. Um, no, she's got quite a fear of like um, pigeons and birds and stuff like that. But um, I speaking of the of the better half. We the first um, the first holiday that. Um, me and Jelly, I'm not counting the the ones that we'd maybe went like you know, in terms of going on like staycation or whatever. I'm specifically talking about when we went abroad. Um, we were not really sure what we we're going to do. We were obviously we we just bought a house, uh, and we were I'd already uh, proposed by this point, so we we're kind of planning a wedding as well. So we hadn't really put much thought into like a honeymoon. We were just that was just kind of like we deal with that later we do that later just have to focus on the wedding just now so eventually we um we were talking to my uncle and he'd said something about where he's thinking about going for honeymoon and then we're like i don't know we'll maybe go away for a week somewhere or whatever maybe go you know a couple of different places in scotland or whatever and i was like jillian's not go to our 
passport anyway, so it's no much, um, no much really, you know, option wise for us that way. She doesn't really want, you know, to to fly or that. And um, he had he offered to at the time he had a, a flat over in Spain, um, in in Bernardina, and he offered to pay for our flights as a wedding gift, um, for us. So. I said, he said to us, like, have a think about it, go away, have a think about it, and if you, if you, you know, get a passport, I'll sort the flights. So we literally get in the car, and, you know, James like, oh, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm never going, you're never going to get that kind of opportunity again, like, it's, you know what I mean, like, you're not having to pay out all this money to stay somewhere, like, we literally just have to, we just literally just have to get ourselves there, and then, feed ourselves, do you know what I mean, that was literally it and because we were obviously going away, people were giving us euros and stuff and that as well anyway, so to be honest by the time, we'd never really paid for anything by the time that we went, we ended up going um, away um, but that's, that was what that was like our kind of first, first holiday went to Bernardina um, and it was quite, it was good I actually really enjoyed it um, really really nice, really nice um, Merida um, we were staying like a wee bit further away from like the main kind of bars and stuff like that so we would you, we would typically kind of walk away in so it's like a kind of good 30 minute walk and then you'd be you know having some having some drinks and whatever else so um, that was, was pretty good a lot of good good places for food and, and eating and things like that uh, the only downside was <laughs> was on the way back I made a mess of uh looking at the times for some reason like it took us forever we went for a Burger King and it was it took us ages and for some reason when I was looking at the board I was looking at it like that's the time that they'll display the gate but it wasn't that was the time that the gate would shut <laughs> so I was looking I think Jelly had went into the bathroom or something and she'd literally just walked in and I was like, I'm going to go walk out of this thing and see what's happening. And I walked out and it was flashing, like, last call or whatever it oh. was, or gate closing or something. It was something. Anyway, and, uh, so she got out. She came out. I tried to phone her or whatever. And she came out. And I went, we're going to be late. We need to run. And we had to run all the way across the other side of the airport to try and make the flight back. And uh, we got to the bit. And it was like, you know, one of those, honestly, it was like almost like a comedy where, you know, like it was one of the like zigzag lines, you know, like where it was like up and down and up and down and up and down before you get to the gate. So we ducked under it and the guy at the gate shouted at us and he's like, no, back under, round. And I'm like, right, okay. So I went under, back round, all the way up and people were in the queue or in the bit walking up and down and they were like, Oh, we just seen what happened there. Like, on oh, you go ahead, there's like, because we're obviously rushing. Like, you could see we were rushing and we're late. And so everybody let us by. We get to the front, and the asshole that shouted at us to go under closed his gate right as we got to the bit to let us through the the main bit. Like, closed it, looking at, closed it, and walked away. And I was raging, man. And the other, but the other person obviously let us like shouted us over, and we managed to get through. And um. Uh, we, we had luckily enough it was one of the ones where they were like bussing it back and forward and 
we just got through and we went downstairs there was like a couple of people waiting for the bus to go back over but obviously we were like the last people on the plane but it was like a collective because they had been waiting for the bus to come back so it wasn't too bad but it could have been a lot worse we could have been like our first holiday away and we probably never have went away again because we were we would have, <laughs> we would like this traumatic experience of missing our flight but uh it was um it was good to go away and um I really enjoyed, you know, getting away with the with the better half. Um, as you say, as the, the the kind of true, um, you know, showing it of a of a person when when you're in that kind of relaxed environment. And I've I've loved every holiday that that we've been on so far. But I uh, that certainly was going to be a bad start for us. Um, that that <laughs> first one, that's for sure. Um, so see, in terms of a of a dream holiday. Uh, in terms of you know what your what your dream holiday would would be, um, what 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 would yours be, Gary? So I'd love to go to Japan. Oh, nice. I would. Uh, I'd like to go to. I would like to see Tokyo. Uh-huh. I would also like to see the kind of more rural kind of cities, right. like Kyoto and uh, can't remember the name of the other ones. Um, but yeah, I would. I would really like it. I think I quite. I'm really interested in like Japanese stuff. Um, it's funny that you'd say that actually, because um, I'll, I'll I'm going to combine the, the the next point of this here with the with the you know, the three of us went on holiday, and you were the one booking it. Where would you take us all? Because my answer to that was actually Japan. Um, so mine, mine's isn't Japan. No, I know that's fine, <laughs> but um, that that was going to be my answer to that to that question because it's just the whole time where the kind of anime side and I know Hades not uber big on anime, but obviously there's a big kind of video game scene. It fucking will be after this. You should wait till we take you on holiday. Um, but that was what my my answer was was going to be. So uh, that's that's yeah. that's quite interesting. So in terms of the the uh, Japan side, then it was a. What, what what else kind of attracts you to that kind of thing? Yeah, I think I think when you see like um, you see like videos of like the rural kind of side of Japan, also looks really cool. Um, I, I like a lot a lot of kind of the architecture and stuff like that. So it's all really quite intriguing. Like, I really like nah, no strange history. Strange history isn't the, the world, but they've got, they've got a really interesting history. Yeah, but it's like you know, like some samurais and stuff like that, and. They're quite religious and kind of, I don't know, it's just a, it's kind of, it's this kind of boiling pot. It just it makes this place really interesting. And then also you've got like Tokyo, which is totally like this um, uh, centre pot for uh, like uh, invention, you know? Aye, aye. Um, it's totally a technology kind of city, which is just like the total opposite of the rest of it. Yeah, um, I just, I just totally, I don't know, it just totally interests me. Um, it's always a place that I've always said that's where I'd love to go. It would be an absolute killer to get there for Scotland. Oh, but, aye. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, somewhere I would really like to go. So where would you I'd take go. us then, if you couldn't take us there? Or not, not you couldn't, oh. but you only plan to take us there. So uh, my my question for that was going to be. Uh, I'd like the three years to the, the NC five hundred. So oh, right, if, okay, if anybody doesn't know, it's not Scottish. So there's a thing called the NC five hundred, which is called North Coast Scot. It's North Coast five hundred, so it's five hundred miles, um, and it's uh, basically up the top of Scotland, and you drive all the way around Scotland. Um, 
and I would like to do it. Like it would be cool if three years like a camper van and just Aye. like going place to place to place to place. Only if we're it, allowed to, to film it somehow, you know. We, we, put, we put a green screen or a hoodie or something, but we just have one of these things <laughs> that just records. Or hoodie can be the one that records, so, aye. Hoodie, hoodie can it. record it. He can hold the oh, camera, yeah. but um, that, sounds, but, yeah. that sounds good. That's good answer. Yeah, I've always kind of liked the idea of that kind of NC500. Um, always really interesting. Uh, again, that's kind of the same as the, like, the Japan thing. Like, you're kind of going to all these places in Scotland that you would never ever think of going. Uh-huh. You know, and it's all these kind of wee rural, wee villages and cities. Uh, no, even cities, they're all villages. Um, and yeah, that's just that's something I've always wanted to do, and I think that'd be really cool to do with pals. Ah, uh, nice. Hoodie, what, what about you, mate? What would your uh, what would your dream holiday be? And then obviously the second part of that, if you if you were the the person arranging for. The vault dwellers to go on holiday. Where would you? Where would you take us? Vault dwellers I, on tour. <laughs> Get off one day, you know. What an experience that'll be. Yeah, well, I mean, my my answer has always been Japan, but just to be different, Route sixty six, I think, would be the the next. Oh, nice. To go along the entire route of that would be pretty incredible. Aye, that would be a really good, uh, a really good one for that. To be honest, I actually have that down as my. It's my dream holiday as well. It's, uh, it, it was kind of the 66 tour of slash like tour of America. Like I wouldn't mind even just doing like a few, like hitting a few spots, you know, just to see like, obviously, you know, you see pictures and images and whatever else of, you know, California and all that kind of stuff, San Francisco, whatever else. Like we had, we, we had um, our dad and uh, uncles and that spent a bit of time and, and, um, San Francisco spent a few years in that. My, my uncle actually overstayed his um his visa his visa when he went and he tried to go back on holiday like a few years later and they would they would let him in the country because he stayed <laughs> uh, stayed his visa the first time around. I think he even got over there and they like sent him back on a plane. So um <laughs> it was like it's quite traumatic for him, I think. But uh aye, so that's what I would love to do, you know, and, and obviously, you know, if you if you had for the money I'd, I'd like to just you know go to vegas for that for the sake oh, of see, seeing it at night yeah, and yeah. seeing it all and all, all that up yeah. and whatever else um so that that would be what my probably my dream dream holiday would be um re- realistically because i don't think i think it would be a lot of money and it's hard to, at this point in life to be like i'm going to spend all that money to go to america but realistically if we were somewhere in the middle um from like where what we go as far as a holiday now and and that would probably be you know just somewhere that you you, know, you see some of these places it's like they kind of honkers of like like they come and serve you and whatever else and you're just fucking lying like a beach whale like that's that's that would be perfect for me just lying in, in the in the sun or, or you know got somewhere that just is just quiet and you know you're just you're able to just get some some good drink drinking in um but I'm so obviously my, so my answer obviously for the three for the where we would go on holiday would be uh, to Japan like I like I'd mentioned um, hoodie would was that your your kind of route sixty six was that the answer for both or where you would take us or would you take us somewhere separately if the vault dwellers were going on tour? Okay, so I was I was thinking about this throughout the podcast of what would be a great <laughs> trip for all of us. Now yeah. this one would be a, a weirder one because it's not a single place, but it would be the map of Guy Fieri's diners, drive-ins, and dives. Every oh. place he's ever been to, and we go and try out all the food at, or 
whatever main food he ate at that place at that time. Oh, that'd be good. Some, you would have to tell me that you what I was eating because otherwise we would only make it to two places and then Gary would fall out of me because I'm the most indecisive person when it comes to picking food. <laughs> uh, we we go eat like as that pick snacks and I'm like, oh, like I just some most of the time I leave without picking snacks when I go to the shop with Gary because I'm that indecisive that I don't I don't pick it. So. Uh, he's, he's no rag by the way like literally if we go and it's like right sean we're going to this place here's the menu look at air for a week you've got a week to pick and that's what you're getting yeah uh, and i don't decide until the person comes up and asks me what i want and that's when i decide <laughs> and i'm no joke that's just how indecisive i am so uh, that sounds that's a pretty good that's a pretty good well thought out idea actually i, I quite i quite enjoyed that can i um, can i ask so who I, is japan what was this japan uh, thoughts yeah i i just think japan culturally is so interesting and to be kind of even even one percent in that world and understand what's going on to the best of my ability and just kind of live in that i think would be so um, beautiful in a way and and enriching i also think the food is phenomenal so I mean, I any place I go, I'm eating, right? And I yeah. tend to try whatever I can. So I'd like to do do that for a, a trip around places to uh, try um, amazing different styles of sushi and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, Japan has always just been a, a beautiful destination that I've, I've wanted to go to. And, you know, also, why not go to Disney while I'm at it? And, oh, uh, I know. Try out yeah. their, their theme parks there, so. Right, go for it. Go to the Studio Ghibli world and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, I think they have like a Pokemon Island, uh, mm. which would be kind of cool to see. But yeah. Is, is the Disney, is Disney, I think Disney is where the Mario one is as well. It's somewhere, it's somewhere very similar. Uh, there's uh, Mario Land being built in Universal Studios in California. Is that what it is? You know, yeah. uh, there's, there's, one, there's one in Japan as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They, they did that one first now they're working on the one here so yeah yeah awesome it's quite good that we've actually all mentioned um japan in some in some way gary's was his dream holiday um you know similar to hoodies uh and then obviously myself was that's the place that i would take you so obviously i just know mm-hmm. you two that well that that's where yep. i would that's where i would take you <laughs> it's quite an easy answer for me actually if you're but, um no that's quite that's quite cool I quite like that. It's good, a good topic for us. Um, we're not quite done yet. There's a wee, uh, a wee listener question and a write-in from uh, Rahul. Um, so I'll get his. Uh, I'll get. He's he's sent us in a, a story, of, from his favourite holiday. Um, so I'm going to finish the podcast with that story. Um, it's fairly lengthy, so um, obviously just um, bear with me as I, as I make my way through it. But his right in and so i appreciate and shout out to rahul hoop um if, if you want to check him out it's rahul, rahul hoop with an underscore uh at the end uh, at, at twitch uh on twitch and he's, he's pretty cool uh rahul he's he's a, a, law, a lawyer in the video game sphere so if there was um if there was anything um that would ever attract you to a person then rahul and uh, rahul has it covered that's for sure he's an avid listener so shout out to you rahul i appreciate you uh, the support you show the podcast to date so um yeah so R- Rahul's question sorry is um if um 
if you had to go to the same place every year on holiday for the rest of your life, where would it be and why? So, Hoodie, why don't you kick us off with this one? I mean, if if you could ever guess, it'll come as an absolute <laughs> shock. Uh, it, it would be, first of all, love you, Rahul, but uh, it would be Disney. Uh, of course. Disneyland. I think Disney World would probably have the most improvements over time, but I like the implementations of, like, Marvel and what they've been doing with a lot of, like, Cars Land and bringing in Pixar to Disneyland uh, a lot. I know they have a Toy Story Land in Disney World, but I'd, I'd go with Disneyland because I think over time we're always going to have some kind of evolution to that place. I mean, they've just, you know, they've added Galaxy's Edge as well. So uh, it never seems like a place that would become stagnant. I don't think you'll ever go to Disneyland twice and feel like you've done the same thing. So uh, I, I, that for me, yeah, it's Disneyland hands down. Mm, nice, good show. What about you, Gary? Yeah, so I just picked Italy. Um, I think I think Italy's got kind of everything that I, I like. You know, it's got food, it's got history, it's got the cities, but also has beautiful beaches as well. Right. You know, I feel like that's somewhere, somewhere, somewhere you could go multiple times and go and you can literally see different places Um, never get bored. Um, The other way of life is just, you know, it's just all about um, social interactions and eating, you know, and that's just uh, <laughs> I love today. Oh, I oh, it's the social interactions to be honest course, with you, but yes, aye. but uh, I the, the big eating and just uh, chilling is I can go, I can get doing with that vibe. You get on board with that, aye, aye, definitely. Aye, nice, nice. I think for me, um, if you know, I'd like, I'd be honest, I, I just like a bit of a place we kind of one where I'll in um in, in nice beaches and good food and stuff so if i was to pick somewhere that i i, I was you know comfortable with i'd obviously go with the, the kind of default boring answer of of spain or that obviously but i would i would like to pick somewhere and you know like say the uh you know bahamas that kind of thing you know where it's just this nice nice weather and something you know there's just some of this the scenery that you, you kind of see in, in that kind of neck of the woods um, it's just it's just amazing to, to see so that that's the kind of place that i would that i would like to to go to um i just like that kind of i like the warm weather kind of stuff i like just i don't need a, a destination if i'm walking about in a nice heat i just i just like i mean that was we went all day this year and, and i just i really enjoyed that it didn't matter what, what it was it was around me i just really enjoyed it um so i think that's where i would where i'd probably go um or Basically, my answer would be wherever Jillian wanted to go. Destination <laughs> 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 Jillian. Uh, that would be that would <laughs> just be my answer. Um, but uh, that's that's what I would like. I don't really like. I don't really need. Um, you know, I'm a creature of habit anyway. So you know, if, if I found a, a, a number of places that I liked eating, um, I wouldn't mind going to the same place. I don't need to to switch things up too much. Um, and I appreciate, obviously, who did mention about you know Disney, um, Disneyland and whatever. I'd love to go to Disney, and it's a place that um, you know is is just as simple a, a magical experience that looks to be anyway. Um, and obviously, I I, I would have leaned more towards that if it, if it wasn't for obviously just that. Um, I've never been, but the only thing I've I've heard that would be, that would kind of put me off the likes of Florida and, and that is just the. Um, 
the the kind of humidity, the sheer kind of humidity and and and, and heat without it being that the same heat that I'm talking about, you know, mm. um, that would just be, um, that would probably be enough to kind of put me uh, put me off. So, um, I I think that's that that would be my, that would be my choice somewhere well, somewhere with a big sunny and beach. Only Disney would put a uh, a studio place like that in the middle of a place that's absolutely. Uh, just extreme temperatures, extreme weather. Yeah, has animals that can kill you outright. You know, alligators, snakes. Yeah. They have snake population in the full America. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's build a theme park for children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. To wrap up, strap in, boys. We've got. Strap Strap on, strap on. <laughs> We've got a wee story to tide us over. I haven't read this. Rahul says it was um, not safe for work. I don't know how not safe for work it is. So I'm going to read it anyway because I thought, fuck it, it's our podcast, we'll do what we want. Um, so I'm going to, I'll go through and I'll read it. I've not, as I say, I've not read it. Uh, so go through it here, this is from Rahul Hoop and I'm just going to read it verbatim so as if it's him reading it rather than me trying to change verbiage because I'm just not very good at that. So he's writing and he says I went on a tour of west coast of the US with the lads we started in San Francisco, then made our way south to Vegas, then LA then a two day excursion to Santa Monica and finished at Coachella there were so many stories for this trip, but this is is my favourite. When in Vegas, for those that haven't been, you get a lot of club promoters on the main strip enticing you to go to the clubs and bars in the evening, offering you special deals. We met this one super charismatic guy that was promoting a strip club. <laughs> oh, great. He gave us all the spiel about how he could get a limo to pick us up from anywhere in Vegas, get his free entry, etc, etc. After listening to his sales pitch, we took his card and thought nothing more of it. Later that night, or earlier in the morning, I should say, after more than a few drinks, we were thinking of what to do. One of us pulled out the promoter's card and thought, fuck it, we're in Vegas, right? So we called the number, explained what we wanted, uh, where we wanted to pick up, and they said, all good. So we waited. We half expected nothing to happen, but lo and behold, about 15 minutes, a fully-fledged limo turns up. We get in, and we're off to the strip club. We got there safely. At the time, we didn't think about how this could be a scam, and we could be kidnapped, like, hangover style. But oh, luckily, they managed to get to where they wanted to go, it seems. The inside was super overwhelming. It was huge. We headed to the bar to get some... <laughs> to get some dollar bills so we could make it rain he puts in quotes which we did on the main stage they definitely knew we were tourists the bartender certainly shot us a dirty look when we asked for change inevitably after a, a while we got split up there were four of us including me at around 3.30am I decided to call it a night I looked around for my friends and found two of them but couldn't find the last guy we really searched, and then after 25 minutes, a bunch of calls and messages to him, we gave up. We gave up. That's terrible, isn't it? We thought maybe he headed back to the hotel. 
So we gave the place one last sleep and then headed back. When we got back to the hotel, we went to our rooms. There was nowhere to be found. We then kind of started bringing it. What if we get lost? What if something happened? Like, actually, like, hangover style. But we were super tired and had a lot of drinks. So after a few more attempts to call, we thought we should get some rest and try in the morning. Oh, my God. Your friend's fucking missing and you just go to sleep. Anyway. Uh, oh my, um, I was the one sharing a room with our missing friend. So, I went, so when I went to bed, his bed was empty. No wonder you fucking decided, oh, I'll just sleep in this thing. Uh, anyway, so he continues. When I woke up the next morning, I was filled with instant relief because my friend was there, fast asleep. But the part I'll never forget is I slowly adjusted to the scene of him being back. I noticed his clothes and shoes were covered in whipped cream. It was it was everywhere, including on his bed. I quickly called my other friends to show them that he turned up. We were all in the room when he groggily woke up. We couldn't hide our glee when he noticed the whipped cream everywhere and we asked him what happened. So he writes dot dot dot. So he writes well, let's just say that our friend had a very good night at the strip club and his wallet was about $700 lighter than it was the night before. He said he, said he couldn't remember exactly what happened but we, he says, but we don't believe him. We could only imagine how smashed he must have been to be walking uh, to sorry, to be making his way back to the hotel covered in whipped cream and all the looks he must have got. We had to lend him money for the rest of the trip as this was not a planned expense. We were still in the first third of our trip. The other three of us remember it like it was yesterday and to this day we tease him about it and we'll likely bring this up in a speech when he gets married one day. That was a, a perfect story. I really, really yeah. enjoyed that one. Uh, yeah. Nice one. Uh, yeah, me, me, Gary's prob- prob- probably laughing because he can think he may be one, one of our mates that would be in a very similar <laughs> boat. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, but listen Rahul I really appreciate you you writing in and taking the time to type all that out because it was yeah, um, a fair thing and you've and you've you've written it perfectly as well so it really helped uh, me with it with the delivery too so yeah I appreciate you Rahul um, Rahul always um, sends me messages and stuff like that when he's listening to the podcast and, and he's always kind of uh, talking to us about that so uh, big, big, I'm a big fan of Rahul as well and um, yeah he's a good a good friend that we've met online um, so that brings us to the end of uh, of this week's podcast. Um, really, I appreciate those um, who've who've listened, and obviously, you know, as we as we get towards the end of the, the year, we've got something really exciting episodes coming up. Obviously, we've got you know next um, in the next few weeks. I was going to say next month. I just realised we're actually in October. At the end of the month, we have you know a Halloween uh, kind of episode. Where we're speaking about you know Halloween memories, and we're also um, you know going to append at the end a wee review on um, Hocus Pocus too. So um, you know stick around for that, um, and then obviously heading towards the end of the year, we'll, we'll then be looking at uh, you know Christmas memories and some reviews of our our and everybody's famous uh, and favourite Christmas movies. Um, of the likes of the elf so 
the elf the elf the, the budget version of elf um, <laughs> so yeah please make sure you, you check this out and um, you know leave some likes and comments reviews things like that help us spread the word get some um, get some subs and, and views um up so that you know more people can can enjoy the the, the great content so um thanks again everybody for joining and until next time take care guys welcome back <laughs> goodbye children oh. thanks again for listening to another episode of the vault Dwellers podcast you can keep up with gary moore at gary moore's art over on instagram keep up with myself twitter on twitch at mr mac 92 and you can't keep up with hoodie at the penny marvels over on instagram a very special shout out to al the predator tribesman for creating the intro and outro music thanks again for listening take care bye